And we're back. We have fixed our technical difficulties with the help of our wonderful guest, Miss Deplorable Janet. Welcome, Janet. Hello, all of you sexy, wonderful people. How are you doing today? Well, it'd be the fuckers. I mean, that's who you're really talking to. Well, I was going to say fuckers, but I'm trying to watch my language. Well, (laughs) it's really hard. I can't see my lips. It's tough. I can't look down that far. (laughs) Oh, a smart ass. (laughs) See, madame. See. I got called mom in uh, the chat this afternoon, and I said, Mm -hmm. yeah, if mom's a drunk with a sailor's vocab, then yeah. Exactly. I will wear that crown proudly. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, either way, we brought you on. You're our first guest on the Patriot Party. First of all, because there's a couple questions I got for you, because me and I actually share a, eh, not a, I won't say a unified background. I would say um, what we, what we currently are doing or well, what I'm currently doing, what I guess you were doing Mm -hmm. from the way I understand it as to uh, how you got into this world. I, I've always asked that question. I've never, ever heard you answer it. So I'm going to answer the pink elephant that's flying in your room as well as my room. And I think we just dropped you. It reconnected. There we go. All right. There you are. So um, again, I'm going to ask the pink elephant that's probably flying in a lot of other people's rooms as to. um, How did you get into this crazy world of this? Yes. Conspiracy and what Ah. I've kind of come to say, truth sayer. Um, For me, honest to God, it was just from working in the medical community because um, the more I learned about not only medications, but vaccines, because um, I was the go-to person in our office being a nursing supervisor. Um, It was my authorization to the doctor which vaccinations we were going to give, um, what we weren't. But I was also on um, Vaccines for Children Committee. I was on um, a state commission. And so I was privy to a lot of information that the general public is not um, regarding vaccinations. And the more I read about vaccines, the more I read about medications, um, the more I was like, what in the serious hell? Now, I took an oath to always be a patient advocate and protect and defend my patients. And so the more information that I learned, um, I was like, okay, this is definitely goes against like everything that I took an oath and swore to. And so then I went into teaching instead so that I could make sure that all of my students that pass through my classes anyway um, had the education that they're not going to get from a textbook. So that was How'd my, that work out? Um, it worked out well, even though um, I had some interesting experiences while teaching. Um, I experienced some things that I've never experienced before in my life, but I taught for a very long time. I taught at a teaching hospital first um, while I was still a a nurse, and then I went straight to uh, just teaching college courses and about like every system in the body. And so I'm very well acquainted with anything and everything that you could possibly uh, have providing uh, that it's medically related. So, so 
right now, if I gave you some symptoms and said that, hey, my left foot keeps moving in a weird direction, my right eye doesn't work the right way, my left hand isn't closing like it should, and I've got a weird scratch on the inside of my left nut, you could tell me that right now you're suffering from side effects of the vaccine you just received because you're a dumbass. Would that be accurate? Well, I'm just going to throw this out here and say, um, uh, your wife and I had a lovely conversation the other day and I said, oh my God. Okay. So I listened to your podcast, um, both of them. And then the last one, when you said that you got the vaccination and then I was going to kick your ass. Um, oh my Lord. I, you need more than an ass kicking. Honest to God. <laughs> Well, let me tell you something. There's a reason I said that because I've always known you. I've never known you as a non-anti-vaxxer. Yeah. So let me go at, Let me go ahead and say you're not the spokesperson for the federal government <laughs> about the possible vaccine for this disease. Right. However, I have, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum that you are. I had every vaccine oh, right. that the uh, government could give me. Yeah. And I'm probably more retarded for it. And I was born on a Friday, just not last Friday. And I am blonde. I'm just not that stupid. I, I think he fell off a milk truck, honestly. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking now, I'm to the point now where I've had, I mean, I'm sure you know about anthrax. Oh, I yeah. Had the, yeah. I had the original anthrax. Yeah. And um, that's the gray stuff that was in a vial. Yeah. And they stuck it in the back of your arm. And initially yeah. it hurt really bad for about a week. And then after the pain went away and subsided, you were deathly ill. Like your whole body felt like it was falling apart. It felt like at uh, right. one point I felt like I had shingles. The next right. part, it felt like my colon was falling out of me. Uh, the next part, I couldn't keep any food down, water. It didn't matter what I was drinking. I could have had a sip of something and I puked it right back up. Right. I had a fever through the roof and then I was fine. I was probably sterile, but I was fine. You were sterile was before we had two children. No, that's true. I had two children. Now that, so we're I'm probably not SOL on the third. Yeah. Well. Because they did just come out and say that any men who are planning on taking the vaccine should get their sperm frozen first, just in case. Right. So, right. There's plenty of DNA around this house somewhere. <laughs> because <laughs> of the sterility. Yeah, it's got a sterility element. Um, I would be okay with that part of it because um, we're good. On, on the kids. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Um, but I just want to say um, to the listeners that aren't aware of this, he is not joking when he says that the military are literally guinea pigs because um, anytime they go to deploy, especially depending on where you're going, you have to get this and this and this. And it's weird stuff that normal everyday people are not getting. Uh, oh, and yeah. yes, they have some really crazy shit in every one of the vaccinations um, listed on the CDC website that you can go look up the ingredients for. But yeah, they, they definitely guinea pig the military, which is um, a sad it's thing. It's a control group. Yeah. It's a control group because they yeah. can monitor it. Yes, and require them to report, hey, how are you feeling? Oh, I feel great. Or, oh, well, if I'm all right, except my left leg fell off yesterday and my right leg's got a weird itch just above the knee and I, I don't know what the hell's going on with it. It kind of burns a bit. 
But that ball itch, though, we're going to have to talk about that ball itch because that sounds like something totally outside, unrelated to the uh, vaccination. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the ball, the oh. ball itch? Oh, yeah, well. Yeah, that's, no, that's, like, that's, uh, that's her fault. <laughs> I was going to say a little, a little bit of something of the uh, the jungle rot that people get. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be. It, hey, it might. You never know. Trust She's me. got some weird crap I'll, on her I'll, feet. I'll, I'll tell you what. The, I'll give them some Vicks Vapor Rub that should... Right. It does. Vix is great for so many things. It also fixes hemorrhoids, just for the listeners, so they know that. Good to yeah. know. And or Windex. Right. I heard or, Windex does a number two. And gross smells. Yeah. The, you yeah. cannot beat Vix for gross smells. So there you yep. go. That's how you, that's how what we used to do when we were dealing with dead bodies. You put a little Vix underneath your nose. That's and then exactly. I ended up having something in my hand. I had to go somewhere and I was alone for a bit and I was like, well, I'm here by myself. I might as well. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, fireman bad. time. And I found out how Vix feels doing that. And I'll tell you yeah. what, it's a no brainer at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't <laughs> do that again. You start pulling on the junk. I tell you what, there's not a feeling you'll never have like that again. You can never give me that, sweetie. I, I don't know. Janet, I'll tell you, he had the funniest oh. feeling Christmas Eve night because. My mom. Oh shit! <laughs> Here, here's a mixed story. I, I know people have been waiting for mixed stories. So my mom got him these pickles that were pickled in something called the this end. This is the end. Yeah, it's called this is the end. Nice hot sauce. It's hot sauce. So he's digging in the jar of pickles with his fingers and you know eating them, no problem. He's it, the army killed his taste buds years ago. So you know if it doesn't have hot sauce on it, my he can't grandmother taste killed my taste buds. Well, boiling <laughs> turkey. Will be, yes. Um, so uh, he, he, we come home and he goes to bed and forgets to take his contacts out because he's a little drunk and he woke up at one o'clock in the morning and I was still waiting for Santa and he comes running out into the living room going, Oh my God, I need your help. It hurts so bad. Now mind you, now hold on, Jenny. I've watched, I, I have literally washed my hands between five and six times between this point and the time that I go to take my eyes out. And um, I'm taking my contacts out and still the juices are pouring off of my fingertips into my eyes. It was one of those pains that go from insanely painful to instantly numb. And I could not feel my eyeball anymore. And I was like, oh my God, there's so much pain. Ah, where'd it go? It hurts so bad, I can't see. And I went running out of the room and I was like, Vanessa, you got to take my contacts out. She goes, why? What did you do? I was like, I stuck my finger in my eye and it's still got the shit on it. She's like, you're kidding me. She's like, that's the funniest thing ever. So instead it's of helping me, she just laughs at me. I was going to say, she's rolling on the floor laughing the whole time. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and she's going. Eventually I got up and I pried his eyeball open because he couldn't. It was tearing. Open. It was just tears. It was tears and of shame. And I plucked his contacts and... out and, you know, put him in the solution. He was good to go. Maybe maybe unicorn piss in there somewhere. I mean, would you like a pro tip? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, so anytime you have something like that, um, it's not gonna wash the oils off of your hands with just soap and water. Uh, so no, you gotta use milk. I was gonna say, soak your fingers in milk. Works yeah, every time. Yep. Yeah, we did that. We did that in uh, another place I went when we got hit with pepper spray and. Well, we, they had yep. jugs of milk there. But. We, we yes. did that with our young son this evening because he decided he wanted to try and be like dad and take a little bit of that, the end yeah. 
Hot what's, sauce. What's this one called? The end what? Oh, no. That's, this is the, the extreme one. Oh, uh, the, the, this is the dead end. Yeah, the dead end. So yeah. he, he took a bit of that on his tongue with dinner tonight. And Now, mind you, this is made with like six Carolina Reapers. That's oh, the type yeah, of pepper. Oh, yeah. The fifth hottest pepper in the world. But, yeah. Uh, first hottest in America. Fifth hottest in the world. And he decided, well, I'm gonna be a little ballsy bastard. Watch this. I want some he Carolina Reaper. He lasted a good ten minutes he, he before did. he started crying and screaming. And he pain. did, but I could see the face just turning red. It was just, and he only had like a little dab and just stuck it on his tongue. And he's like, "Oh, I'm good." And he went and sat down. Afterward, and, yeah. It's yeah, like it's after. when your butthole blows up. He was like, yeah. "I'm not even gonna drink water. I'm okay." <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, no, I'm fighting. No. And then he started screaming, "I'm fighting it! I'm still fighting it!" And then the water is the worst. That's yep. oh, that's like so, yeah. the worst so, so thing to do. We poured a glass of milk down his gullet, and then he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self, Mick: Don't do that again. <laughs> no, I, I've got now. I put surgical gloves with all of the um, all of my hot sauces. They have surgical gloves tucked around them, so it knows. Hey, look, dumbass! Make sure you put these on before you reach in and try and grab anything out of it. <laughs> Because the first thing I'm going to do is saute like a steak in it or something, and I'm going to be rubbing it in, be all over my hands. I'll be like, eh, son of a bitch, I can't take that. Exactly. Yeah. So, the, uh, yeah. Life lessons. That, things to learn. So tell me something. I got a question for you as uh, you were a nurse or are a nurse or Absolutely. I, how do you say that? Are um, you past I, tense or I present re- tense? I retired. So oh, you retired. Yeah, I retired. So there you so, go. You're still a nurse. So as a nurse, yes. what do you know about atropine? Oh, God. <laughs> that is a very broad question. Like, what exactly The drug is... atropine. Yeah, just, just explain to the listeners what it is before Mick tells this story. Yeah, because I have to tell this shit. story, but you're going to laugh your balls off. Neela's going to laugh her balls off. It's going to be funny. Do I need to pee first? Probably. <laughs> Because um, this is going to be really funny because I'm really not sure that you I'm, – I'm almost positive you have no idea where I'm about to go with this. Uh, I, I'm very interested to know where you're going to uh, go with this. Um, atropine has a lot of very um, – let's put it this way, like psychological um, hallucination type effects. Um, which what is, does it do to your heart specifically? What does it do to your heart? Um, it, well, it, depending on the patient, because everybody is completely and totally different. Um, but it's it's actually meant to uh, raise your heart rate. They they give it to patients a lot of times who have um, like uh, like p- people that have a heart disorder where their heart rate is extremely slow. Um, or they're flatlining, they give you atropine to like speed it up and basically jumpstart you. And what about diazepam or two, two, two Pam chloride? <laughs> Please. Was this a no, combination? You already know where I'm going with this. Yeah, this is no fun because I already know that you know where I'm going with this. Was this was this a combination? <laughs> well, yes, because that's actually what the government gives you to survive a. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to start this with in basic training. Basic training, you get taught that hey, look, we have a nerve agent attack. Right. You have to hit yourself with two pam chloride or diazepam, as we came to call it, because that's actually the prescription name for it is diazepam. 
And uh, immediately following that, because normally, uh, from what I understand, after you take that drug, which we never took the drug, Mm -hmm. but it's just really weird because in the army, they love to play the shit where you get to say, hey, you're going to do this to yourself. And then when you actually see the shit, you're actually like, no, I'm not. There's not a fucking chance in hell because, A, the needle is like... um, Big. Uh, probably about four and a half inches long. Yeah. And it comes out at about 70 miles an hour out of an auto injector. And yes. um, the atropine needle, although it's smaller, the atropine needle actually is uh, really interesting because I just happened to get just a little bit on my skin, just on the skin, not in the bloodstream, not anywhere else. And for a normal human who's healthy, it felt like my heart was going, my heart was going to explode. Yeah. I I was like, it was like, I thought I was having a heart attack right there. I was, I had my hands on my knees. I was like, Holy Jesus. I cannot believe. I I mean, right now I can see the future. I can see into the ground. I can like our little one did after. Oh my Lord. It was amazing. (laughs) My heart was beating so fast. I I didn't think it was going to stop for hours and it didn't, it didn't stop. It didn't quit till like the next morning. I was up all night. Just, I mean, I've never done more shit in my life. I was more motivated and more, centered on getting shit done and I didn't even get it in the bloodstream. I just got it on the skin. You're a mainlining adult. I was going to say, so she's secretly like rubbing that all over you when you're sleeping at night. I take it now. I take that now actually just because they fucked with my brain. They went in and screwed my grape. I get to take that now just as a after effect. I take Adderall. I take 25 milligrams of Adderall every day and I feel like a champ, but (laughs) <laughs> moving past that no shit there i am uh, we just happened to be just got to iraq before the war started we're all we went out doing some long-range shooting about eight of us we're out in the desert and we're in the middle of kuwait in the middle of fucking absolutely nowhere i mean i couldn't see an individual for miles around us and then out of nowhere these camels show up and we just happen to have this one guy who i'm just gonna Wild call camels i'm gonna call dan and uh, Dan went up to these camels, and he's a fucking redneck from Illinois. I mean, this guy's probably killed animals even before it was cool to kill animals. And he walks up to next to this camel, and he's petting this camel. Now, mind you, when he's petting this camel, he's got his fist balled up, and all you can see is the top of his knuckles and the back of his hand. And he's petting it like that with his fist. And we're like, we look at him, and we're like, Dan, what the fuck are you doing? And he smiles at us with this just shit-eating grin like, you know what I'm about to do. Now, mind you, a diazepam injector is twice the size of a human hand. It's right. huge. An auto injector right. is uh, probably about six, six and a half inches long, roughly. And I'm just guessing, and that's from the purple tip to the white end. Where an atropine injector from the green tip to the white end is actually about the width of your hand. Right. And right. I had no idea what he had in his hand. And all of a sudden, he stops. He stops petting this animal and he. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, go down to your local zoo. You'll see a camel. They're actually a lot bigger in the wild. They actually weigh closer to a ton. These things are fucking huge. They're bigger than one. So before all the animal groups come after me, he rears his fist back, crosses chest, and he slams it right into this animal. This animal jumps about, I don't know, three feet in the air. And he lets his hand go. And all we can see from all the way back at the Humvee is an atropine injector sticking out of this animal. 
This animal made some of the most ungodly fucking sounds I have ever heard. <laughs> oh, riding. sure. Ah, ah, ah. And it was carrying on, tongue hanging out of its mouth. It started shitting and pissing at the same time. It all of a sudden went stiff and fell over. And we're like, oh, shit, it fucking died. We just killed a one-ton creature in the middle of Kuwait, probably their national animal. We're all going to die. Long story short, this thing's like having a seizure on the ground. I'm sitting there going, holy fuck. And it's like, I mean, seizing everywhere. Legs stiff straight out. It is shitting and pissing at the same time. Tongue's hanging out. It's making the most ungodly sound I've ever heard. All of a sudden, it just stops. And I look at Dan. I'm like, dude, what the fuck did you just do? He looks back at me. He's like, dude, I didn't think it was going to do that. We're supposed to hit ourselves with that. And that's when, like, the reality set in. That was our injector. That's what I'm supposed to inject myself with. I kind of went through two emotions at that point. I was like, shit, we better run because that's just bad. That ain't exactly. going to work. I just did that to a one-ton animal. Well, I'm exactly. there is a video. There might be a video out there of this incident. Anyway, this camel, like we thought it was dead. I walk up. I'm like, well, I took the barrel of my rifle. I'm like, I'm going to stick it in the eye. I poked it in the eye. All of a sudden, this thing jumped up right on all four of its feet. Now, a camel, it's not like a normal hooked creature where two legs operate in tandem. So it's either one left and back right or back right. or you know, It doesn't work in tandem that way where two legs are in constant motion. They're independent. Their feet operate the same way our feet operate. And this camel's walking away with all four legs. Every time the back left hoof came off the ground, the leg kind of got stiff, shook a little, its ass moved, and it just kept walking. And I was like, I wonder if that's from the atropine. Meanwhile, Dan says, well, the injector is still on its side. And I was like, oh, it is. Oops. Hope they don't get caught. So there's this camel walking around with a weird jerk. If you ever see it when you're in Kuwait, I did it. Well, well Dan did it. Well, Dan did it. it, it, it the crazy thing is, okay, so they, this is like, um, it's actually a poison. Atropine was is a poison and so uh <laughs> through <coughs> investigational research wink wink um they discovered not only does it help to regulate your heartbeat ha 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 um but it also uh dries up all of your body's secretions so anything um in the mucosal lining of your gut um your nasal passages, your mouth, the whole nine yards. So, um, She's a about lot water. of yeah, a lot of times they give that before surgery um, to dry you up, so that you're not producing excess spit and stuff um, when they're trying to put you under and whatnot. Oh, that way, you don't done. choke. But it's like it does so many different things to your body, and you can look it up. Um, it actually is a poisonous substance <laughs> that they give you to <clears throat> help you Re restart your heart. Isn't just yeah. about everything they give us a poisonous substance, though, James? Yes, but this is actually a poisonous compound. So it, it's yeah. actually really bad because it, yeah. when it does that, it starts your heart, makes your heart move faster, which if your body doesn't have enough water to right. diffuse, you have a very serious issue in blood flow because you don't have enough right. blood now to pump through your heart, which means your heart goes right and end you. Hence the reason that um, they kind of stopped giving it to uh, heroin addicts. Right. 
Yeah. Now they just give them heroin. Not, yeah. Well. Yeah. A form of it. Hey, let's let's make so. let's make uh, special places for them where they can go and inject themselves. Yeah, it's called in, in, Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is that called? Oh, is that actually called an actual place, though? Yeah. Are they called the Z Zone or yeah, something? That's, or? That's, no, that's uh, is it? I think it's Oregon, right? Oregon, yeah, it where Oregon. they made it legal. Yeah. yeah. Oregon. Well, that's right. And yeah, well, they, made it legal, yeah. they legalized cocaine, yeah. but they outlawed yeah. straws. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting because like Colorado wanted to legalize mushrooms, magic mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Um, They've already legalized weed and everything else. They're talking about heroin and stuff. That that is going to be um, a hella interesting place to visit. Just saying. It'll be the real Rocky Mountain High. That's all it's going to (laughs) be. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be the real Rocky Mountain High. If they legalize mushrooms, Sam Tripoli is going to move there in a heartbeat. I want to I want to hear that song remastered by the people who are going to live through that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be it will be interesting. So either way, how did you meet Tommy then? Um, Bob and I um, and Bob. my husband are all actually really good friends. We've known Bob for a long time now. And he's one of her best friends and comes over here and hangs out and whatever. He kept calling me. He's like, dude, he's like, you got to come on No Mercy. He's like, you got to come on there and you got to talk about vaccines and you got to talk about Corona. And I'm like, I don't know. Nobody's going to want to hear me. He's like, dude, come on. You got to do it. So then after he actually talked Tommy into this, which uh, some people have heard this story and some people have not. It took a really long time for him to talk Tommy into letting me on the podcast. And he's like, we can't have her on, dude. But like, we're going to hurt her feelings. Like, we're so like, you know, in your face and and dirty and whatever. And she's going to get really offended and it's not going to work out. So Bob kept fighting for me. And then we had like, he's like, okay, Tommy agreed to let you come on, but you got to and at the time, I didn't have any recording stuff, so I would go over and record it at Bob's. And so he, they called to do um, like a, a pre-show call. And Tommy was like, holy fuck, she's worse than we are. Within the first like five minutes of the phone call, he's like, she is totally a dude, I swear. And so <laughs> like, and then it was funny because afterwards, Tommy was like, Hey, Bob, uh, can you call Janet? Because I don't think she likes me. Like, she's really mean to me. Like, I don't think she likes me at all. <laughs> Bob really like, doesn't fucking get it then. It was so funny. It was like Bob would tell him, he's like, uh, that's just because she's better at your game than you are. <laughs> she's got more games. So, and now that, co-host of the year. Look at that. Well, yeah. we'll be. you should be. I'm not, I'm not on the co-host of the year list, but oh, that's yes, you okay. Are. Oh, yes, we're, you are. Gonna, As of the last podcast, you were. We're, we're going to start a new list, Janet. We're going to start our own poll for co-host of the year for No Mercy. And and that official poll, it's like the official vote. It doesn't mean anything. So yeah, for all the people know. out there in listener land, the Mick is supporting Janet for co-host of the year. <laughs> no, not Danny. Although I did like Danny's bit the other day. It was quite I funny. Love Danny. I, Danny. I thought it was funny. Danny is so sweet. And like literally... He, Bob's Bob and I started out doing periscopes together. Um 
And so that's like how him and I first started like putting information out to the public before he ever got me on the podcast. And so then I started hosting my own and, you know, we would have different guests on and stuff and Danny would come on. And every time he's like, is Janet here? Hello, darling. How are you, Janet, darling? Because they're all related. I'm not. Yeah. They're but, all family. Um, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm pretty uh, sure Danny's got some serious game. Yeah. It, he, he was a player. He's he in the poker. He has the he has the funniest stories though, like um, it, having phone calls with him and stuff. Like I should honestly wear a PP pad because it's fucking <laughs> funny. And I'm like, you know, like the old thing when you have kids and all that stuff, and your bladder doesn't work right. And I'm like, oh uh-huh. my god, like not either that or I'm going to have to sit on like a beach towel, it, you know. But he had like, he has like the funniest stories ever. And I don't think there will ever be enough time for me to hear all of them. So he's well, amazing. I believe that that's probably true. Just like but everybody yeah. else. I'm trying to think like, of They're all what my the kids stories? though. The only one that's older than me is Danny. Everybody else is younger. So I'm like their, their mom, I'm like so the mom, the group. And I'm, I'm the, the one in between that- then. That's I'm the one that were... makes them be good. I'm like, seriously? Me and you are snarky. That's why. Uh, I, holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. That's you and definitely... me are right at the same. I, I'm not as, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to ask a woman how old she is. Cause I know better than that. That's like I'm giving 50. a woman a vacuum cleaner for her birthday. <laughs> but I'll go Wait, ahead and say I want that. One. I want to, I want to, in between. I'm right there with that. you. Buy me a shark mop back. I, I would love to have that. Yeah. That thing is actually pretty pimp if you've never seen yeah, it. Yeah. I want one hey, of those. I got but a car wash for Christmas. So I'm pretty freaking excited. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I, a membership. A car wash membership. That's right. Yeah. And here's the thing for me um, the older I get, which thank God my daughter's finally moving into this stage too. Um, I'm all about practical shit and I don't really need anything. Um, because if I want it, I go get it. So we don't really do like gift exchanges and stuff like that. Cause like every day is Christmas when you're with somebody that you really care about. Um, but it's like, if you're going to get me something like, do I totally could use, uh, like new skillets or it, you know, like the, sh- now, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, there's, there's a, a level there deplorable Janet. There's a level there. I don't get her new skillets because I know that's how she can kill me. So uh, no, I'm not see, worried about guns. Skillet, <laughs> she hits me on the head in the right spot. If, I'm done. If I need Ding. a new skillet, it's because there's a large dent in the one that I really need. the old one. Hey, I will remember that when I'm partying with you. Uh, don't bring skillets. <laughs> Makes only thing, no skillet. I'm afraid of nothing. You pull out a steel skillet and you've got a problem. Well, you should, Janet, are you going to come party with us in D.C. on January 6th? I, I really would like to do that. I'm working on that because okay. I haven't seen my I, I haven't there. seen I haven't seen my daughter for over a year now because you know Oh yeah, no, that absolutely takes adulting but and, bring her bring and her with busy. you. It'll be fine. I would I'm love to do that. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will not be wearing a mask. So there you go. I gotta uh, wait, I gotta tell you a story. Okay. By all means. So yesterday. I invited Bob 
and his girlfriend over for Christmas because I like to feed them. Like I cook all the time and I'm like, I I know your family's not going to do stuff. So come over. They show up at my house with mask on and I open the door and he's like, oh my God, where's your mask? What the? <laughs> and no I, way. Wait, hey, wait. It was a joke. Okay. Okay, but I good. looked at it, I looked at him and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he goes, I really thought we were gonna get you for a second. And I'm like, seriously? <laughs> I would have hurt your shit myself. I swear to God. Because that one, I'm sorry. <laughs> as much as he's spoken out against masks. And- he knows we don't, but it was so funny. But it was like 17 degrees yesterday. So I was like, oh my well, God, it's so cold. the good thing is at least maybe that will warm your face up and you will be like warmer because, you know, kids, they don't like to wear coats and stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And so I was like, well, at least you got a mask on to keep your face warm. <laughs> my kid, our kid was running around outside today. In bare feet, yeah, thin was, pants, and a t-shirt. And I was like, what are you doing? It yeah, was they probably, don't. well, here in Georgia, it's a little warmer. It's like 30. 35. 35. I mean, the high today was like 51, but. Oh, you know, I know. It warmed up today, but yesterday and the day before were it was freaking cold. brutal. It's, yeah. Trust me, I worked yesterday. I know. It, it was, was brutal. And you know, it sucks because there's not even any fucking snow. No, no, that's the part that pisses me off the most. I like it when it's cold and there's snow. But if there's no snow and it's still cold, it's kind of like, you know what? Fuck you, Mother Nature. It's brutal cold and like windy as shit. And so it's 17 degrees for the actual temperature. And then with the wind chill, it's like negative 20. And I'm like, bruh. Okay, don't wear a coat, people. Yeah, no. Well, I've got all, I've got my polar winter leaves. weather. For all our listeners on. up north who don't understand, because we're converts from Mick the north. and I are, are are displaced Yankees, as I call us. So um, nope. down here in the deep south, it hits forty, and they come on the news, and they're like, "Watch your elderly and run water in your pipes <laughs> exactly. because it's going to freeze." tonight i'm like it's 40 fucking degrees make sure you <laughs> insulate your hoses drain your outside water spigots and i'm like Psh. i i i moved down here um from indiana because we always had a shit ton of ice shit ton of snow it was fucking miserable there all the time rained like seattle during the summer constantly and then the winter was just brutal shit but down here if it flurries or if there is a chance of flurries literally the entire state shuts down because uh they don't know how to deal with snow absolutely we got a half an inch of snow five years two two years ago or two years ago okay a half inch of snow with a little bit of ice on top and it the state shut down for Seven days. We, yeah. li- I mean, they closed yeah. the bridges. We live in a little island Stay off the coast. off the roads. I couldn't get into the city for five days. I couldn't go to work because everything was shut down. Now, the sun didn't come out. It, it was cloudy the entire time, and it probably didn't top 40, so it wasn't really enough for anything to melt. And when it finally did melt, it, it was just a solid sheet of ice. So Mick, being at the firehouse, being a nice displaced Yankee, they all turned to him, and they're like, what do we do? What do we do? 
Oh, so this story. So yes. he says, oh, okay. So I got, I got this little redneck kid in the truck with me that night. And he says, uh, so what do we do? I was like, well, first of all, you're not fucking driving. And he looks at me and goes, why not? Why am I not driving? I was like, when was the last time you drove in the snow? I've never driven in the snow. That's why you're not driving. That's why I put your shit on the passenger <laughs> exactly. side. And he said, well, fuck. So we had a call in the middle of the night. And we go out of the firehouse. And literally, there's nobody on the road. So I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking scare the shit out of this redneck. I had this kid climbing up the oh shit handle in the truck because we were sideways going down a four lane road in a fire truck, mind you, in a it's full so blown. I mean, though. I've got a thousand gallons of water in the back. I've got hoses out galore. I've got tools out galore. I mean, this thing weighs probably more than fucking most elephants out there. And we're going sideways down the road and he is fucking literally shitting a fucking pile of bricks underneath him. And he's just like, are you going to straighten this? And I was like, yeah, this is nothing. I tap the brakes, pull the wheel again, and boom, we're going straight down the road again. He goes, what the fuck was that? And I was just like, what are you scared of, dude? I've driven in this shit before. This is fun. We exactly. ain't even started having fun yet. So then he's just like, wait a minute, how'd you do that? And I was just like, now, oh, now you want to know. Before you were all about insulting me, now you want to know. So let's go to a parking lot. We'll have some real fun. That motherfucker, I he done almost flipped that fire truck. And I was like, you flip this shit, we're fucked. <laughs> but yeah, that's so fun. Like people that have never done that, like donuts and stuff like that, or slid. Or um, e-breaking a fire truck. Oh, oh my God. Well, I oh. can't say I've ever driven a fire truck. I have driven a fireman before, but that's besides. Oh, that's a what? different story. What? That's a that, completely that different story. Too. That, you know, was, that was down the wrong lane. Yeah. That was a big Johnson. <laughs> well, the, the, the end of that story was then they ask and they're like, well, we don't, we don't want to be in this situation again. So what do we do? We don't have any sand. We don't have any salt. He's like, all right. We need to go to every Ace and Home Depot and Lowe's in town and buy every bag of pool salt that we can find. Oh, so they you know take what else? Pickup truck out. Hold on, Jana. They take his pickup truck out and they go from store to store to store and they load it up with pool salt. They got he's got fire truck firefighters in the back of his pickup throwing bags of pool salt on the road behind him as he's driving down the freaking road. Right. That is how we salt the roads in Georgia. Just you know way. what that that works and like um in Indiana growing up um a lot of people didn't have snow tires on their car so in the winter they would like put chains on their tires cuz we would get a lot of snow and oh, a lot yeah. of ice and you still had to go to work cuz nothing was closed and of course working in healthcare you don't have a choice you got to go to work anyway um but you know what else works really good like keep a box in your car that has a shovel um, a scraper, blankets, flares if you need them, and cat litter. Cat litter gives you the most amazing traction if you ever get stuck. It is freaking phenomenal. Honest yeah, to that's God. True. That's all true. Yeah, and it works the well. The big one is, uh, uh, see, I was up in my first ex VLAN. <laughs> Actually, I can't call her VLAN because she no, was no. just ex-cunt. She, she was a dumb so, Ex-cunt for number one. Um, Cunty McCunterson? Yes. Yes. Cunty McCunterson. Cunty yes, for her. Grew up in Tennessee there. <laughs> oh. Never seen snow. Oh. Hmm. I took her from good old Tennessee and dragged her up to old Fort Dunn, New York, which is up there by the Canadian New York yeah. border. Right it's out there by the Great cold. Lakes. 
Yeah. She asked me about halfway up Highway 81, traveling north of uh, old Syracuse there. She said, is it just me or did the road signs start getting higher? I said, nope, they got to start getting higher. And she goes, well, why the fuck did that happen? I said, that's so they can fit all the snow underneath them. <laughs> she said, what? The first winter that we're there, it snowed uh, an inch a day for 186 days, which beat the last record, which was 179 days that it had snowed an inch or more a day the whole time we had been there. We had yeah. four and a half feet fall in one snowfall. Fantastic. And I thought for sure she was going to fucking die. Too bad she didn't. It was. Yeah, I was, was going to say. Would have avoided you, me almost and, dying, but. And, and now you're praying. Oh, Jesus. I wish I would have. Oh, the prayers. The backwards. <laughs> we call those backwards prayers being a Catholic than I am. We call that backwards prayer. But yes, we pray backward prayers every night. For that dumb cunt <laughs> right up there with Shifty Shift and Nancy Pelosi. Well, it's we, coming. It's we all coming. All the I'm telling you, it's all them. coming. I know it I can't is. say nothing, but it's all coming. It is coming. Have faith. Um, the storm is it still is. upon us. Yeah. We're big on faith. Yeah, me too. And you know what? You have to have that. And you have to have a sense of humor. Like some people really forget that. And they like forget how to laugh and they forget how to joke and everything is so serious and <gasps> you shouldn't say that because oh my god somebody else might get offended oh yeah all they know how to do these days is get offended they don't know how to laugh anymore there that is not any way to live like if you were at our house because my husband is just as sarcastic um as i am um, we make a very, very good team. And if you listen to our conversations in public, a lot of time, uh, a lot of people would be like, oh, my God, you guys are going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Too. No, yeah. <laughs> we actually get worse. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah. Hey, I'm just going to be, yeah. I'm just letting y'all know I'm riding a little bus. If you see me drive by, go ahead and jump on. It's not a lot of room, but whatever we can fit in the bus, <laughs> I'm taking it. We're all going down. <laughs> i've done some fucked up shit like uh i guess i've been asked uh been asked actually more than once because you got asked once i got asked once um it's been in the chat on the gilded side so again i hate to plug tommy shit on here but i do it anyway if you're not on gilded get on gilded, gilded. In discord oh, now. now we're in discord right? uh go to the discord for, for now for, today. for now for today if, until i get us kicked off discord again so tomorrow exactly. we might be back in gilded don't but, say um, the word "semp" in there, according to their which new one? policies. Semp, you can't say the word "semp." Um, what they have a, That's our favorite they, word. They have a list of uh, non-approved words, and if you use them, is "cunt" on um, that list by any chance? You can say "cunt." What you about can't "fuck"? "Semp." Well, what about "fuck"? You can say that too. Is yeah. That's actually an acronym. For all of those looking to get back at your parents or yell at some teacher that said you couldn't say fuck, fuck actually stands for fornication under consent of a king. So it's actually an acronym. That's why it's the Army's favorite word. And that's why it's my favorite word because I say fuck all the time and everybody says, why do you say that so much? It's actually an acronym. I'm just saying fornication under consent of a king. I don't understand what your problem is. I just like it because I like the word fornication. <laughs> oh, I just like it because it says fuck. I mean, to be honest with you, if we're going to go there, it just says fuck. And I like that. I'm sorry. I'm trying to learn how to adult this evening, but it's really That's difficult. No There's no reason to adult. Do you have little kids around you? No. Mm -hmm. 
Well, then guess what? You, no, our, no our children that. are adults. Well, then take your T-shirt off, swing it around your head, scream North I, Carolina and move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, just well, the way I we took, get down over here. I took my bra off and I well, tied exactly. my eyebrows well, as a mask. Does that again, help? Again, that's because you're inside your own home, right? No woman should ever wear a bra inside her own home. It's like illegal. no one should wear a mask inside their own home. Just saying. Well, no, but we, we do have an adult male child here right now. So oh, that wow. could be weird if he was like, boobs. Well, and if he didn't actually come out of your body, then yeah. All right. Yeah, no. Yeah. Can no. you punch him in the balls? I could, but I wouldn't because he's super amazing. Oh, that's good. But would yeah. you get away with it if you could? <laughs> no, he would probably totally beat my butt because. All right. Yeah. Well, then that's a different story. He actually has a backbone. So that's actually a good thing to have. He does. That's good. But, There's too few men around these days with backbones. Apparently. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. it. I found that out just being in the Discord and stuff. Yeah, a lot, a lot of beta bits. You weren't aware of that? No, I wasn't. I got to be honest. It, there's a lot of things that I've noticed. And I know you guys have been a part of it longer than I have. And I know that. Which uh, isn't saying much because, you know, Mick's been a part of it for like three whole days right now. So Yeah, four days. And, um, <laughs> you know, OV over here, she's been rocking it for a while. But she's always told me about it. And I, in a way, it's actually refreshing. And I don't know if you ever got that because you are like me. We're older than most of these people. And yep. I, I look at it this way. I can't remember the day I used to think. And I, I was thinking about it today and I was saying that it was I was being naive um, or that they were being naive, I should say. And in actuality, they're not being naive. They just I guess don't the best know. way to put it is they don't know any better. Right. And. The more and more I've I've listened and the more and more that I've taken, I've read, I've done tons of reading because I keep reading. I can't keep up with that shit. That shit flies too fast past my face. I'm like, eh, you guys got to slow down and kind of make this so that I can read it. And I'm a slow ass reader. I'm not a fast reader. That's why I do most of my that listening. down to the old people level? <laughs> uh, level. And even though I'm from New York and I can speak really, really fast and I can keep talking like this very, very fast. And if you can keep up, then you don't have a problem listening to me, but I can keep doing it. Um, even though I can do that, my brain can't read that fast. I can talk that fast, but I sure as hell can't read that fast. And, uh, it's, it's like, it's not, they're not, they're, it's not that anybody in the discord or, or in the gilded is naive. It's, I just have never thought, I haven't thought that way in so long. It's actually refreshing to see people having survive everything that they could have possibly dealt with. For instance, like um, having the naysayers come out after them being liberals and saying, oh, well, you're just a fucking Republican, a cuck Republican who's dealing with all the Republican bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And actually seeing the other side of it, seeing them actually stand up for themselves. I actually have a lot of pride for them. And I I try to give them as much props and have them stand up for themselves because I truly believe that they're the future of – if I actually start this party, which reminds me, that's another plug I've got to put in here is this party. We've got to get this party going. And I've got tons of people now. Finally, i got some people actually responding via email and other things. Um, and slugs, yes, I got your message. I'm going to put a message out to you. Don't worry. Um, but I've got you know a lot of people that are finally getting back to me on this, and they're the future of this. They're the ones that right. have to have me and your mentality about this country and about what all these different documents out there 
mean, whether it's a declaration, whether it's the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, whatever, they've got to take our mentality and keep moving it forward because if this ends, this was just the movement where in actuality, I want this to be more of a revolution where it kind of always comes around and bites you in the ass. It's exactly what um, everybody said it was. It was, hey, every once in a while, the tree of liberty needs to be refreshed with the blood of tyrants and patriots from time to time. And Thomas I just, Jefferson I wanna, said that in the Federalist Papers, and that's the most just, true statement ever said. Yeah, and I want to tell people, um, if you don't know the Constitution, if you don't know the Declaration of Independence, you can literally buy both, a pocket-sized edition, which includes both, for a dollar and ninety-nine cents. I suggest strongly that you do it. And kudos to the people that will stand up and that do stand up, but um we need more people like that that just will not bend, will not break. You can't break my spirit. You cannot make me not be who I am. We need more people like that who aren't afraid and who are willing to um, stand up, use their voice, make a difference, and get loud, be heard, and just do what you're supposed to do. Honestly, that's one thing. That's another thing I love about the Gilded and I love about No Mercy that kind of brought me to one place that it was, I found a lot of people. And, you know, Tommy loves to say that he's a conspiracy guy. And although he does kind of, venture down that rabbit hole. He is a, he's another fact believer. He's a guy that he's got to have a little bit of fact to every conspiracy. He doesn't just go off the the wild deep end. Like some of the podcasts I've been listening to lately that have made my head hurt, but he is one of those guys that has to have some fact in there to make it believable to himself, not only to himself, but to other people. And he's done a lot in that aspect to bring other people that maybe before they didn't consider themselves conspiracy people, but now they are. And they've come over to that side. And I think the more and more people we can get doing that and the more and more people that can see that, hey, this is no longer really a conspiracy. This is where all of the people the left has decided that you're actually getting too close to the truth. So we're going to go ahead and edit your ass out. This is where we ended up. This is where we end up. And I believe that what my my friend was telling me that, hey, this is like you guys aren't way off on your message. You're just not conspiracy anymore. Now you're the news. And I thought that was kind of interesting way to look at it. I never I don't know what your take on that is. But yeah. And for me, it's it's more about you don't have to be um, a conspiracy person as long as you're a free thinker and you're a critical thinker and you use the talents and the skills that you're actually born into that school or politicians or networks or whatnot tried to dumb down, you have to be you. And as long as you can start to discern, okay, what I'm being told is complete and total shit. So I'm going to look into stuff. Um, I want to start researching on such and such a topic that I saw somebody mention, and I want to know more about that. 
to me, that's the most important thing. You don't have to be a, a quote, conspiracy person that the CIA labeled you as, as long as you are a critical thinker and you use your God-given intelligence to to formulate and be like, you know what, this is wrong. Like what they're saying, like, doesn't make any sense. Like the Vegas shooting. Yeah. None of that shit makes sense. Okay. I'm going to dig a little deeper. Good for you because that is what you're supposed to do. And when you open that knowledge gate up, uh, it's like the floodgates of hell. You can't, you can't shut that ever again. Once you you know, know, you know, that's why the, the kids and and they are kids, the kids and, and don't get me wrong, guys, you know, I love you. Um, the kids and the gilded and the discord, that's kind of why they give me hope because they've been right. Looking into stuff. Yeah. And you know, they have the the detriment of today's education, right? The the whole system, you know, I, I mean, we're about in the same age range, Jan, and I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, we actually learned about the constitution and we learned about, we learned pride in our country and in what our forefathers did and and stood up for and believed in. And we learned how to think outside the box and how to come up with different answers to questions. You know, if we got a test and we had a different way to do the work as, as long as we got the answers, right. You got the answer, right. And I'll tell you, we we grew up in a different time too, because I don't know about you, but like the schools that I went to, like, you said the Pledge of Allegiance. Every day. Um, You stood and said a prayer every day, things like that. And then it was like, oh, well, that might be offensive to uh, such and such religion or such and such person. So we're going to take that all out. This is the United States of America. And even though people have religious freedoms and stuff under our Constitution, I'm sorry, but one religion does not trump another. And we have freedom of religion, not freedom from religion. And you should never take out uh, in God we trust or anything like that, because that's what we were built on. And and people have to adapt. If you're going to come here, I'm sorry, but you need to adapt. That's my personal opinion. I think, no, it's not a personal opinion. You have an opinion that you just voiced for 75 million of us that uh, voted for Trump. It's the reason we voted for Trump. It's the reason that Trump has been the one to stop a lot of the bullshit going on. You know, it was funny because the podcast that I listened to, they obviously vary the spectrum because I am obviously trying to look for content as well as difference, differing, uh, differing opinion. Right. And And it hurts because, Sometimes I got to listen to some morons and I got to sit there and say, man, this, uh, this guy's way the fuck out there. And right, uh, right. one of the things I most recently heard and the big thing going around is obviously what Trump did to the uh, this latest bill that came out for COVID relief and how everybody's talked about how 600 bucks is a slap in the face. And I've actually heard a couple different opinions. Hold on. Let me even tell you that the illegal immigrants who were here that were getting $1,800, they said that was a slap in the face. Right. And remember, Pelosi said it was chump change when we said six months ago that two grand was chump change. And now she said that 600 bucks was a great deal. I'm still trying to figure out how 
two grand at 600 bucks is a great deal. I'm not really sure wait a minute. for her. Wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> wait, you hold on. Let me, me, me put my tooth back in. Okay, so right here. Here we go. You yeah, can show I've dealt me. with dentures before too. I've had to throw them out and if you can have before. you can have six hundred dollars, um, and that would make you go and be able to buy like all of the Nancy Pelosi ice cream that for I two weeks. for two weeks. Yeah, that you can buy ice cream with your stimulus check. But we're going to my, my thirty-two hundred dollar freezer that I have my thirty-two hundred subsidy twin freezers. We're going to send the rest to other countries because they need gender studies. You don't need any more money. Especially in Pakistan. Or you can buy something called poop coffee. It's $600 a pound where the coffee beans are are fed to ferret cats and then they shit them out and then they shell them and disinfect them and grind them up and make coffee. That is another reason why I don't drink coffee, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. (laughs) I do not. No, no, no. I don't like poop coffee, though. I don't go drinking shit coffee now. There's some coffee I refer to as shit coffee. I refer to that definitely as shit coffee. Wait, wait. It came out of another thing's ass. Mornings with Mick. He got the well, hey, you know, Real hey, there's all sorts of coffee. coffee. What, what do we call that? We call that uh, peeling the paint off the walls. No, 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 no. When you have uh, what's the disease <laughs> you get duck? from uh, 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 it's one of the ABC uh, oh, you know what I'm talking about. You get it out of the sh- you get it out of pe- people's fecal matter. It's uh, hepatitis, uh, hepatitis. C, yeah. right. Is it hepatitis. C or A? Yeah, hepatitis. Is it A or C? That would I think be... it's A, right? I thought it was yeah, that... I, but okay. Hepatitis A is the one you get. <laughs> because, well, no, no, literally. Think okay. comes if you're smearing the cock on your eyeball. Yes. Make... Oh, okay, well, it's different. That's no, because we had a son that just decided to go, <laughs> he was a little water fountain, not from the urinal, but from the <laughs> other side. He, he decided to have the shits one night. It was really nasty. But there was another story that I had because here's another mixed story for y'all because I know you guys have been craving mixed stories. So no shit. There I am. I'm sitting in my office and this kid walks in. He's fucking not maybe a, a ball hair over uh, 20 years old. And he has got this lump on the side of his neck that's just like way out to here. It's like sticking out. You can 100% tell that he's got like uh, he a goiter. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a goiter. It was actually uh, strep, but he had an infected infected tonsil, mm. and the tonsil had exploded, or not exploded, but it had ruptured, and it pushed out in his neck, and it was all abscessed. infected around his neck. Oh yeah, yep, it was bad. abscessed, real bad. Anyway, he walked to my office, and he could barely speak, and he's like, uh, "Sir Mick, I I I I gave him the medics, and this is the way he's talking. He's like, "Sir Mick." I gotta go see medics. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? I can't fucking hear you. At least talk to me like you actually have something to say. I gotta see medics. I'm like, holy shit, dude. What? And I like pull my ear up to his face. He's like, I gotta see medics. I'm like, what? what's wrong with you? He's just like, my dick. And he shows me this big ass. I mean, this thing's huge. It's like another head sticking out of his neck. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, what were you eating shit last night? Did you get hepatitis A while you were out there? And he looked at me and goes, he, I thought he was going to start crying. I felt so bad for him at that point. I was like, all right, you little faggot. Your fucking feelings don't matter. Go away. Go see the medics. But get a shot or something. Dude, you got to do something about your neck. There's like wait, a whole wait. neck sticking out there. 
I was just going to say he just had the vaccination. (laughs) (laughs) Now he has a baby arm sticking out of his neck. We don't give anthrax in the neck, Janet. It goes in the back of the arm. (laughs) The back of the arm, not the neck. Makes her triceps look bigger. So when we hold it up, it doesn't look normal. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with the bottom of your arm? Not you, baby. You think all shots go in the ass. Well, no, that's just because I did it that one time. I was really going after the liberal media on that one. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. I hope you all did, but I was really trying to go after them. I hope they listen to this too. So, Janet, turning the tides a little bit, a little something a little more serious. Um, did you see the oh, news shit. came out today that a uh, one of the nurses that got the vaccine, actually in Nashville, now has Bell's palsy. Oh, yes. And, you know, um, Bell's palsy is a wonderful thing. We had lots of patients that had Bell's palsy and a lot of nurses that we had to uh, give injections to that ended up with Bell's palsy. It's a neurological condition that you get where your face droops and you look like you had a stroke. Uh Um, It takes a very long time for that to resolve. And people that listen to me on No Mercy will know. I've been looking at this vaccine. The FDA's own website says that the symptoms to watch for this vaccination are anything neurological. Um, It's almost all like uh, swelling on the brain, uh, loss of... Uh, use of the limbs. Hello, we've already had a lot of that. Nurses with paralysis and stuff in their arms. Lost motor function. <laughs> that, that's not a that's not a fucking problem to give an ICU nurse a vaccination and then all of a sudden she can't use her fucking arms. Well, um, let me let me ask you about yeah. this one, Janet, real quick. Um, so Tiffany Dover, that that nurse that passed out on camera right after she right. got the injection, and. You know, there's rumors going around that she died and this, that, and the other. And of course, right, the hospital right. came out and said she just wants her privacy. And then they said she had a, a Vagar syndrome where she passes out at the sight of needles or blood. So right. tell me, Janet, have you ever heard of a head nurse of a major hospital passing out at the sight of needles or blood? Now, before you answer that, I've heard of two. So go ahead. Now you can answer. Okay. So here's my thing. Um, that's a common thing for patients to get. Um, it's a vasovagal reaction, which is the most common for uh, patients that get blood drawn. I've had woo some interesting, very large patients pass out on me before that didn't tell me ahead of time that they have this kind of response. Oh, it's always um, the big ones. Yeah, and I'm I'm literally no that's your I'm, I'm, I'm Five two, and the very first time I ever drew blood at the teaching hospital, I had this dude that was like two hundred and eighty five pounds that like fell face first on me on a rolling <laughs> stool. Yeah, I'm on the floor. This big dude is laying on top of me, and he's passed out, fucking cold from drawing blood. Um, so you, you know, of course, you got to take care of that. However. Um, If you're a nurse and you have this issue, they, honest to God, for safety's sake, will not put you in an area where that's part of your job. If they know that, 
and they still put you in that job, that hospital, that facility, wherever you're working is completely liable and responsible for any and all Adverse um, actions and reactions that happen exactly. during that procedure. Anything yes. so, that happens. Exactly. So are you with me on calling bullshit on this? Yes. Head nurse's syndrome? Yeah. Yes. That, that's, because that's um, I was a head nurse. I was a supervisor. I had a lot of staff under me. And that's my job to know that shit. And if I put somebody on the floor that had an issue, that had a seizure uh, issue, anything like that, that we knew was a, a medical issue, like uh, constantly, you know, like seizures out of control, things like that. And I put them on the floor as a nurse. Uh, that's my ass. Yeah. Well, not only that, I mean, my, well, okay. So let, let's make sure we scope the question properly because the first time I was asked the question, have you ever heard of a nurse having a vagal or venous reaction vagal. to um, somebody getting stuck before? And I said to Dylan, I said, absolutely. I said, I know of two. I said, off the top of my head, I mean, I know them. I actually personally know them. And then the uh, third one, which I don't personally know, but I've heard of. And not only that, I've heard of Paramedics. I know paramedics that have had that problem. Shit, you know of paramedics because I almost got fired three times for it because I decided to stuff a speedball in a dude's arm on the side of the road after the stupid paramedic told me that he had taped everything to the body of the dude that was involved in a T-bone wreck and he had a piece of plastic go right through his artery up underneath his armpit. Right. And he said everything was taped off to the patient. So when I went to cut the door and the door popped off and the piece of plastic came out and all the, he was talking to me one second, the next second, he's completely gray in the face. And I was like, uh, and there's blood all over me from my waist down. I was like, uh, there's a problem here, Houston. And so the EMT looked at me, he goes, what do I do? I was like, go get me as much Curlex as you can find. And I, I mean, every right. ball of Curlex that you have in that ambulance, bring it to me. Right. And I stuffed all his Curlex in this dude. This dude ended up living. And um, again, I was not fired because uh, he lived and he didn't press a lawsuit because he's still alive. Um, that's the that was the third time that I was got fired for doing something like that. The other time I got to needle D somebody on the side of the road, which was pretty fucking awesome, by the way. Tell, they don't know what needle D is. Tell them what needle D is. Tell, needle tell, D compression. Tell them the story, babe, because it's a fun story. All right. So no shit. There I am probably out of the military. Not more than uh, shit. I'd only been out of the military about three months. And uh you know, we talk about needle D and people in combat because needle D is basically one of your lungs collapses. Pressure begins to fill inside <laughs> your chest. You can't relieve it. The only way to relieve it is to stick a needle. Uh, one, two, three, four, five ribs down the intercostal space in between the fourth and fifth rib, just to the right, left, above the above your heart, just above the nipple. And you depress the needle into the chest and it releases the gases that are inside the lungs. Okay, hold on. Now, for all of you listening that is not sufficient instruction for you to try that at home no don't try yeah, that yeah, don't, don't, so, don't try this at home ladies and gentlemen no <laughs> no shit there where i am and uh got into a there was a head-on accident on this road uh by where i live going out to this island anyway it was a 65 year old male and his wife and his wife was stuck in the car and she was in the marsh I checked on him because he was out of the car which was a little odd i thought it was a little weird but he's sitting on the ground and i 
kind of went up and checked on him. I said, are you okay? And he said, yeah, I did, you know, your initial ER, ripped the clothes off, look at the body, everything looked fine. He had a small dimple-like bruise on his chest in between. If you looked at his nipples, they were right in between his nipples, a little bit to the left side. I thought it was just maybe from the seatbelt, kind of let it go. Didn't think nothing of it. Go to check on his wife. Wife's doing all right. She's just stuck in the marsh. She can't really get out of the car. She can't open the door. I'm waiting for a fire truck to arrive to help her out. Go back to check on him. He is on the ground now. A bruise is formed uh, laterally on his body, or I'm, uh, yeah, be laterally on his body uh, from just under, um, just underneath his neck, all the way down to just about a sternum, and then horizontally along along his body from the left hand side going all to the right hand side. I was like, well, shit, I know what this is. And so immediately I call up, said, hey, uh, possible punctured lung, internal punctured lung with a decompressed chest. I need an ALS unit stat. Well, they told me over the radio, well, we don't have that. I, I said, well, what do you have coming to me? And they said, a BLS unit. <laughs> I was like, this guy's going to be dead in less than five minutes. Exactly. And that BLS unit is less than a minute away. Well, BLS, means- wait, wait, wait. BLS for people means basic life support. And which ALS they, is advanced, advanced life support. Advanced, which means they don't have the capability on their vehicle uh, to do <laughs> anything basically other than first aid type stuff. But what they do carry with them is an 18-gauge needle, inch and a half, 18-gauge needle yeah. that you can give an IV with. And guess what right. else you can do with that? You can decompress a <laughs> chest with it. And I just happened to learn how to decompress a chest with an 18-gauge needle. And I just happened to go ahead and do that. And I just sat there and kept putting my thumb back on top of it when he went to take a breath in. And I'll tell you what, he went from uh, when I got back to him and he was passed out blue, he was at 30% oxygen on his, uh, when I put the uh, pulse ox on his finger, he went from, which we never trust, but he went from about 32, 30% oxygen to 87% oxygen with me just holding my thumb over that needle. And that was just in that time. And I was like, yep. And they tried to fire me over that. And then the guy never sued. And matter of fact, not only did he not sue, but he thanked and he praised and said, thank God that he was there because I'd be dead right now. Had he not been there because literally 22 minutes later, the ALS unit showed up and then I got yelled at for who did this. And I was like, I did. What's your point? And that's the thing is that um, people that don't aren't in the medical field or don't understand, you are so liable for so everything many things. You do. It, so many things yep. that you do, and even um, nurses, uh, certified medical assistants, things like that. Anybody and everybody, coders, um, people that do your billing at the hospital, everybody is liable if they don't stick to standard protocol guidelines. But I will tell you from working in the field, and just like he just said, um, you can't always follow standard protocol. Sometimes you got to think outside the box to save somebody's life. And then you're fucked if they Yeah, you got to be able to deal with the heat. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. You got to be able to deal with the heat. 100%. And I have, uh, trust me, I've got nothing but heat in my life. So I'm married to (laughs) Beelan. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun night too. 
So since we have you on, Janet, um, I, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit here because uh, you have a, a much greater wealth of medical knowledge than we do. So I pulled off of the FDA website. It's under the FDA safety surveillance of COVID-19 right. vaccine draft right. working list of possible adverse event outcomes. So right. side effects. Side effects. And it says subject to change, which of course we all know that that doesn't mean that they're going to take anything away. It means they're going to add things on. Right. Well, not all the time, but yes. Yeah. So this is the working list. So um, Janet, it, if I could read these off to you and you could briefly explain what they are, that would be right. awesome. Right. So the first one on here is uh, Julian Barr syndrome. Okay. So um, that is a whoop. Sorry about that. Hold on a minute. My computer's having a brain poop. Um, that is a whole interesting topic in and of itself because um, have you guys ever heard of um, like people that have uh, like chronic strip and stuff like that that got Julian Barr syndrome, stuff like that? Is it similar to like pandas? From <laughs> it's a it's a nervous system thing um affects your spinal cord your brain uh things like that also affects your immune system and the reason why they bring that up during strep um is because there are a lot of quote carriers of strep that never actually presents symptoms but they always have it or people that get strep repeatedly, constantly, all the time. And so uh, Julian Barr is, is a rare thing, but it actually attacks your immune system and your nervous system. And so um, you're going to have a lot of weakness, numbness, tingling in the extremities. That's usually the first thing you're going to notice. Um, you can get rashes, things like that. Uh, then it spreads and you eventually becomes paralyzed, uh, you know, small areas at a time. And then all of a sudden, like your whole body becomes paralyzed. And that's just because um, your immune system just basically is on overload and cannot handle it. Well, it pretty much shuts down. Well, that, yes. isn't there, that sounds like a, a, a fun side effect no, no. for the like COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there yeah. a animal out there that carries uh, one of the primary um, uh, givers of that syndrome? Isn't there an animal out there that has the bacteria that provides that uh, one of the common, you know, causes, causes of that syndrome? Ooh, that is a good question. I'm not sure about that. Oh, well, no, no. I'm going to answer it for you because if you don't know, I'll let you know. Okay, but do it. It's a bat. Oh, oh, wait. They are wait. fucking uber infectious. And they one of their primary things from a bat bite that you have to watch out for mm -hmm. is Julian Barr syndrome. It oh, is wait. one of the top things in the fucking ADA desktop manual that's right there that if you open it up, crack it open, first thing that you look for in a, bar, in a bat bite. One of the first things they tell you to watch out for. 
Okay. Because they have primary giver. Recently in Wuhan and you ate a bat, you you might get COVID or you might get Julian Barr syndrome or you might get COVID and then get the vaccine and then get Julian Barr syndrome. Okay. So on that subject, okay, if it's a bat and bats are according to Bill Gates, um, Oh, this is going to be good because you just said Bill Gates. That's going to be funny. I hate Bill Gates. Um, (laughs) The leading one and only source, according to his Netflix special, um, the one and only source and the way that uh, we got coronavirus. Hello. It's been around since 1960. You're full of shit, Bill Gates. Anyway. um, Yeah, this is the 19th strand, dumbass. Yeah. So. Um, anybody that, uh, ate bats was around bats, anything like that, that got bit in whatever, if you ate a bat <clears throat> in the market, um, you ate something that has DNA inside of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that means that that DNA infested bat, <clears throat> Ha 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 ha. Um, is what's causing all of the symptoms, which is why they have to watch it for Julian Barr syndrome. Keep in mind that I told you uh, that people who have chronic strep are also at risk for Julian Barr syndrome. And that doesn't come from a bat, that comes from fucking strep and people that are carriers of strep. And people that may never have symptoms of strep that spread it to everyone else. So, yeah. The bat theory? Complete and total bullshit. All right. Um, All right. So, the next one. Acute disseminated encephalitis. Encephalomyelitis. Oh, encephalitis. Or myelitis, yes. Cephalomyelitis. Yes. Okay. So acute means that it's sudden onset. Mm-hmm. Encephalo means brain. Yep. Okay. Uh, Milo is the sheets, your nerve sheets. Um, in your brain. They're, they're like nerve endings in your brain. And so um, it's a sudden onset basically of irritation and infection of the myelin sheaths which receive your um, messages, if you will, from your nervous system, your central nervous system, to tell you uh, how to process things, like things are hot and cold, la, la, la. And so those are infected, they're inflamed, and so you can't process anything, and your brain swells because the myelon are not protected. Um, think of it kind of like wiring, you know, like uh, a wire. And if you if you peel back the outside layering, it has like all the different colors inside. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm talking about like the yeah. black covering, whatnot. That's what your myelin sheaths are like, and so they're basically like insulating. So, and so your brain's going to explode, and you're going to lose your taste so, and smell forever. Yeah. So yeah, it's it can actually like um hot wire and hard wire and and malfunction your brain from all of the stimuli uh sense of taste, 
smell, uh, all of that stuff is like messed with because uh, you have no insulated basically um, carriers for your for your brain. Well, that sounds pretty similar to the next one, which is transverse myelitis. Right. And it's the same kind of thing, myelanchise involved again, which is your, you know, protective systems. <clears throat> Transverse me. means it goes across your entire brain? Right. And so well, that's it, where... It affects it, both hemispheres, left right, and right. Right. It crosses that um, that barrier. And so you've got speech involved, you've got movement involved, you've got uh, creative process involved, um, like all of that, um, because, you know, your left and your right brain, right brain do two different things. Mm-hmm. And then and they so, combine in the middle in the, uh, corpus callosum. Corpus right. Right. So basically it affects your corpus callosum and it fucks up the left and right signals. hundred percent. Yep. And then so your the brain's next, confused. The yep. next list of symptoms is all kind of the same. Uh, encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis, menin, meningitis. Menin, meningitis is on there too, but menin, meningocephalitis and encephalopathy. Those are all right. on, on one bullet. Right, point. right. So basically explaining, exploding brain syndrome. Right. And it's the same thing where it's like um, inflamed, irritated, swollen. Um, it gets so swollen that it, cuts off basically um, your other nerves that are in there, uh, all your other cranial nerves. Um, so it can affect your um, facial features, your facial nerves, um, smiling, frowning, raising your eyebrows. Basically uh, everything you doing. look for. In a yeah. Basically anything test. and everything. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Well, strokes on here too, but first is convulsions and seizures. Which oh I think yeah! Pretty much everyone's well, familiar are, with convulsions um, and seizures. I just want to say, um, you still have to do your podcast where you talk about um, the history and stuff. Yeah, I'm getting but there. When I had my conversation with you the other day, and I heard about his personal history, that is really why I want to like beat your behind with the belt. Okay, well, this is news to me. I knew that you had a conversation. I was not aware that there was. I told you about that. You forgot. Okay, well, so I forgot. She told me like your literal entire history, and I'm just gonna say she was there for it. So I mean, (laughs) I I know you don't, and I'm I'm saying she was only there though. Well, she was there for the biggest part, but she had missed the first part, and the first part actually plays a lot more into it. That that we weren't aware of that until later on when they finally figured out. We'll talk about that another podcast. Not anyway, that actually on. is probably the next one that we're going to probably do with you if you wanted to enter, if you were looking for your next interview, <laughs> because I know you how you like to pull people out of the crowd and say, I hey, do. And come that's on what my I was podcast. Just, I was that just might be the one you pull V Lynn in for and you say, I hey, get on my podcast. I was going to say, uh, my Tuesday spot is open because I had oh, somebody shit, camp. Look at that. I just got you a podcast. <laughs> so there By you your go. And I won't be there to interrupt. Sounds, sounds good. Um, but, I can't okay. wait but, for the comments from that. But one. focusing on your history, which she's going to get into, um, and then when I found out that you got that vaccination, um, I got sad and I got mad 
And See, I, thought, I knew you were, I told you, I what did I tell you? you? What did I say, I Janet? You. You're going to you. beat my ass. I love you, but yes. And <laughs> if, if I do come to DC with you and I told her on the phone the other day, um, if it works out and I can come to DC with you, uh, you're probably going to be afraid to have me riding along as a passenger. Excellent. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, <laughs> All right, so stroke is the next on this list. And I just I just want to say we are now one, two, three, four, five bullet points down. And, and there's all the five of these, left. All five right. of these can kill you. Right. Every single one is fatal. And there's a shit ton more. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So uh stroke. Well, that'll kill you. Which, we all know about that. Yeah. And I think probably most people are familiar with strokes, but that's usually that's right. another brain issue. Often right. Misdiagnosed is a heart issue. Right. Which they are related. So that one can cause the heart issue can cause the stroke. Um, then the next one is, well, this one, I don't think will kill. Well, maybe narcolepsy and cataplexy. Right. So <clears throat> narcolepsy um, is falling asleep like all the time. And so that is driving that, a car that's bad. That that, will that'll kill you. Great. Right. And that's another thing that has to do with the brain because your brain um, releases uh, dopamine and, uh, of course, the the counters to that, uh, which is what keeps your body in balance. Um, So during narcolepsy, you actually have a huge overabundance of chemicals that make you want to sleep. And so you can literally be in the middle of conversation with someone and fall asleep. And, and it's I'm not because they're boring. The I'm sorry, do what? I said, I'm guessing cataplexy is the opposite. Yes. Um, cataplexy means you, you don't sleep. Yeah. Constant insomnia, right. which can also kill you. Right. Yep. Right. And, and and think about that in the terms that when you don't sleep, um, it, your body restores itself the best when you get restorative sleep. And that's when you release um, all of the hormones and the chemicals that actually are reparative and restorative to your muscle tissue, your cellular level, things like that. So when you don't sleep, um, your mind goes berserk. For one thing, you get um, psychosis, basically, uh, plus your mu- your muscle tissue, uh, your cellular tissue, all of that starts to break down because um, it's not working in the proper balance. <clears throat> and so it basically starts to eat itself. And so it's using all of the sugar stores, the power stores, things like that. And so uh, your organs start to fail. And that's when you have like a body-wide shutdown just because you're not sleeping. Isn't it um, also that your heart doesn't get a break because your heart stays at a certain level for so long? Like your heart can only maintain a blood pressure of a certain much for over a certain period of time. Very true. And when your heart doesn't get that break that you get at sleep, when you get in REM sleep, you get in REM sleep, your heart rate actually drops right. really low, almost right. dangerously low in some cases, depending on how tired you are, because basically your heart's taking a break saying, hey, look, asshole, I've been beaten for the longest time for, you know, 
the last little bit. You push me as far as you can push me. And the military actually figured it out. They said, hey, look, everybody needs about four hours of sleep at night because basically what they're saying is your heart needs four hours to I need to reproduce some to regenerate to regenerate. So I don't scar and I don't do shit to your heart. That's going to be bad. Right. And the military figured out it's only four hours. Right. So all you assholes that are still me. stuck in the military, guess what? You're sucking. Four hours Have fun. You're fun still yet. only getting four hours. <laughs> all right. The next one. And this one actually, uh, an ER doctor got the vaccine and got this one. This is probably the most common, which is anaphylaxis. Right. And like that's the bee sting. Yeah. And it's that's really fantastic for anybody that's never had that. Um, it's a life threatening allergic reaction. Your body can manifest that in so many different ways. Been there, done that, had that from a lovely daily nitro that they gave me. Um to stop uh, massive daily chest pain because regular nitro didn't work. And so of course they gave me that and I completely lost the function of all of my limbs. Um, what about, couldn't, uh, walk, couldn't stand, about- couldn't use my arms, good, nothing slurry speech, the whole nine yards. And they're like, Holy fuck, you're allergic to nitro daily nitro and i'm like no shit so when to figure like, that out what about if you were like let's just say you were allergic to the oils and some specific fruits like maybe yes. Um, pineapple yes yes that would be considered anaphylaxis would it not because your yes throat starts to swell um yes uh peanut allergies anaphylaxis uh, yes because it's like Treated with an EpiPen, pen, by the way. Right. It closes off um, your breathing capabilities, uh, shuts down your airway, your yeah. windpipe. Uh, you can't breathe. For me, I have anaphylactic reactions to a lot of things, also neurotin. Um, oh, I took neurotin for a while. Yeah. I, I have had. Um, I have a lot of crazy allergies that are anaphylactic because my body's like, the fuck are you giving me? I've only had one. I have one. It's pineapples. I am allergic to death of pineapples. My wife has now tried to kill me. He was three actually times. giving me the death stare when you were talking about that, Janet, because when he, she brought up anaphylaxis, well, I said, you okay. know what anaphylaxis only is. Only one time was on purpose. The other three, well, they were just wink, wink, wink the rest of the time. They were just like, well, oh shit, I thought you were going to survive. The first time we were on vacation and I was drinking a pina colada, and he said, oh, what's this? It looks good, and took a great big sip before I could be like, don't fucking drink that, dumbass. It had a great big piece of pineapple in it. Right on the yeah. side. And he didn't pay attention. So No, yeah. I, I didn't see it. I had no he, idea. It was he, he already went, in the drink at that point. I had no idea that it was in there. It took a great big gulp. And he, he next went, thing. He went down. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun one. This, I got an EpiPen in the thigh and I woke up and I was like, the second the time, The oh, second yeah, time was totally on purpose because he really pissed me off and I was pregnant and um, 
See, guys, don't piss off your wife when she's pregnant. <laughs> and when I was pregnant, she'll kill your ass. I craved, a, I ate a half a pound of fresh pineapple every single day. And thank God we live in the South because if we lived up North, I would never have been able to find pineapple. But right. I ate a half a pound of fresh pineapple every day. And he really pissed me off about something. And I might have put a little of the pineapple juice in his food. But then when he turned blue and he couldn't breathe, I felt bad. So I, you know, grabbed some Benadryl, some liquid Benadryl and poured it down. Because we literally didn't have any fucking EpiPens at the time. That's when I figured out, hey, this is going to happen more than once. And I said, all right, well, if this is going to happen more than once, then I'm going to keep an EpiPen around. Well, and the third time again was completely an accident because I, I got very careful. I always check the labels on food that I buy, everything. Um, so I bought a pack of CPAC coconut shrimp and the dipping sauce it's like a thai dipping sauce or whatever right and so i looked at it and it said the ingredient was fruit pectin and i'm like okay so um i don't know what's in the fruit pectin so i look it up and it says 99 percent of fruit pectin is made with apples no problem okay so i get it home and we have a nice dinner of jumbo coconut shrimp and he I had one of them. He dips one a piece them. in the sauce and he takes a bite and he was like, there's fucking pineapple in this. Because you know how, you know how, you know, you know, you know, the, 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 the itch, it like starts as an itch. It's a real small itch. Like I had one of them and I like, <clears throat> I swallowed it. And I started, <clears throat> I, started <clears throat> I was like, man, shirt's getting a little tight. Yeah. So anyway, and, uh, back, back to the Benadryl and the EpiPen and, and he survived that one. I wrote a strongly wet, let it. Strongly well, worded letter the to word, CPAC. The letter we got back from them was that actually anything that says that it's made with fruit pectin, it is made with apple. What they don't tell you is that it's a mixture of regular apples and pineapples. Especially in right. the South, because they use what's most readily available. So up North, right. apples. Down South, pineapples. pineapples. Right. So, and then they sent me a whole bunch of coupons for free shit. Never going back to you, <laughs> assholes. Watch this. So... Uh, yeah, that, that, here's, that's our, here's, our, here's, here's a coupon. Here's a coupon. I know Mick, you almost died, but by golly, here's. I don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Here's twenty cents off at your local. She grocery. meant to do it. <laughs> I totally didn't mean to do it. The second one, I take credit for it. The third one, first one, actually. All right, uh, going down the list now. The next one: acute myocardial infarction. Okay, sounds that's like a heart, a heart attack. Fart. That's a heart fart. That's a heart attack, babies. Um, well, acute hello. means rapid quick, onset. rapid onset. There. Yeah, this is the this is the group that I would be in. Um, if you think for two seconds, I would ever get that because I'm a high risk. <laughs> Sadly, mofo mistaken because. Um, yeah, no, I'm not gonna get something that's gonna cause me. To have a heart attack because I already have a lovely, thank you, Mother Nature, uh, a bunch of shit that is congenital and uh, fucking anomalies and it's weird shit. And yeah, no. Yeah, Would I get this? Hell to the no. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 right. no, no, no. I think the next one is heart related as well, but I'm not sure. Uh, myocarditis and pericarditis. Yes. Yes. I've already told yes. you that. Yeah. And it, it is. Um, I know you don't listen to me. Listen it's an inflammation or um, an irritation around the heart that causes swelling and stuff like that, enlargement. Per- Paracanidal yeah. sac, am I correct? Yes. Yes. 
Um, so any of that where the heart enlarges, it swells, that causes a whole other slew of symptoms. Because it basically makes the heart cramp in different yes. areas. If it's swollen, yes. it cramps because okay. it can't beat the way it's supposed to. But either yes. way, yes, I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night, just in case anybody else is wondering. <laughs> yes. I'm not a fucking doctor, but my medical knowledge is actually quite great because I spent a lot of time in the military and we did a lot of cool shit that was a lot of fun to he stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night with a pineapple, I ladies sure and gentlemen. fucking did. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, what is the fun? I also play a doctor on TV. <laughs> uh, okay. Autoimmune disease, which, which is obvious. Of obvious. course. Yeah, lupus, things like that. Yep. Uh, death. Hey, guess what? Can, lupus. Can... Hey, lupus. What is lupus treated with? Just a, just a, I'm just wondering, because I've heard this before. I know I have. I thought I heard it on the news. I think Rush has talked about it a couple of times. I think even Fox News has talked about it. Yeah. Isn't it something like hydroxychloroquine? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. yes. Hmm. And they yes. just said like autoimmune disease and lupus would be one of those autoimmune diseases. It yeah. would be. I'm just yes. saying. Same, same with uh, rheumatoid arthritis or yeah. Any of the other autoimmune diseases, which are literally hundreds, because yep. yeah, yeah, they Our affect your they, have, they affect your immune system, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, they do. They break down your gut brain biome, um, which is important in your immune response, your immune health, and how your and, body reacts to disease. Yeah, which is yeah. a big one. But let's throw more drugs at it that are going to fuck you up even worse. Yes, instead of, like, help you up. All right, yeah. Janet. Now, this one is this next one's really confusing. It's, it's long and hard to pronounce. I'm going to need a good explanation from you here. You ready? Irish pecker. What? Death. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that's a syndrome yeah. that most people get <laughs> when they get to room temperature. Oh. Once you get to room temperature, that's called death. Yeah, it's very confusing for most people, um, but that is when you not only have cellular death, but you also have brain death, heart death. Brain. Uh, yeah, so that means your body is no longer useful in any way, shape, or form, and we're real sorry that that's a fucking side effect. So your, your, your three-dimensional self is exiting your shell and returning to its fourth-dimensional soul. Yes. Whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, excellent. We're, All right. we're really sorry that that's, that's a problem. Man, that sucks. Yeah. But since they listed it on here, they're, they can't be held liable if that actually happens to you. Right. Okay. Right. Rem well, remember, they, no matter what, no matter, no matter what you go over here, no matter what you say here, remember... They can't be held liable for it anyway because oh, that was passed. I know within nineteen eighty six. Correct. Cannot. Thank you very much. Matt. Hello, hello, and thank you, and lovely uh, prize parting gifts to the Kennedy family. Because oh man, you gotta love those. Started the shit back in the nineteen sixties, and those then cups. in nineteen eighty six, Ted Kennedy actually resigned the bill. And re-involved and re-upped yep. where you cannot sue vaccine manufacturers. Thank you to the Kennedy family uh, for your service to 
shedding on this great nation. And your brother's death did nothing to help anything. Of well, that, maybe JFK Jr. will, you know, maybe maybe Pence will maybe Pence will die from the vaccine, and JFK Jr. will be resurre- resurrected from the vaccine and step in as VP. <laughs> well, he's still alive, supposedly, from what we've heard. Well, I mean, that's just the I mean, that's conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory. Okay. So the next one, we've talked about this one a bit already. Uh, pregnancy and birth outcomes. Oh, hmm. Yeah. So I know well, actually, in the, I on, really want on, to talk on. about this one, no, because she's actually educated on it. So I kind of want to ask some questions because it is quite interesting. Some of the things I've read, and some of the things I've heard, because I've heard all the conspiracy crap, but I've also read a, quite a bit about it, about the RNA sequencing in which they did. And if you're not aware, mRNA, all it is, is a uh, basically a blueprint to your body. To produce certain things that your body will attack the next time it sees it. It's not actually preventing you from getting the disease, but it's just making your immune system twice as strong as what it normally would be. Now, part of that mRNA sequencing, from what I understand, also has something to do with, if I'm not mistaken, um, certain genetic uh, effects that take place when a woman is pregnant uh, i.e. they produce a, um, a, protein. a protein in the body that says, uh, hey, I'm ready. Not only am I ready to get pregnant, but I, I, I got a bun sitting in the oven. It's just waiting for the bullets to hit the womb type thing. Uh, that type of thing, it's like saying, hey, I've already gone through it, and the egg sitting there is just waiting to get fertilized. And that protein that it's attacking is the protein that the actual egg attracts uh, the swimmers, if they were, and if my sons are the strongest swimmers, God bless them. But um, if that's the case, then that would prevent a pregnancy or uh, possibly create um, miscarriage, spontaneous uh, abortion. That, but also there's plenty of other things. There's tons of other things that come with that. I'm just saying that Birth my understanding of it is that's what they're talking about. Is that accurate? You still with us, Janet? That is completely uh, accurate. And the thing is, um, with that, uh, the mRNA vaccine, it is uh, genetic splicing. It is called CRISPR-Cas9. And so um, with that, and think about this. Um, sorry, I have to readjust my chair. Um, think about this. And I've given this example before where like certain species have uh, like dogs with hip dysplasia, etc. They can, breeders can cut that part out and put in um, DNA sequencing, which is RNA also where they no longer have that. And so you can do the same thing literally with any type of uh, DNA sequencing. You can, because it's um, mRNA is messenger. So you can actually take out sections, put in sections, good or bad, into DNA Um, you can sterilize, you can tell the messenger RNA not to reproduce. 
you can tell it to um, not accept sperm. You can tell it to uh, mutate into, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, whether nefarious or good, you can tell that messenger RNA what you want it to do. And so, um, you can basically tell it sex. You can yes. say, Hey, look, you can make it male. You can make it female. Yes. 100%. Actually, we use that with cats because we used to 100%. breed cats and we might actually start doing it again, but the kind of cats that we breed, um, often have kidney disease. So you can right. pay a lot of money for your cats to be injected with an MRNA that will take that away from getting that kidney disease. But right. normally with it, if I'm correct, Janet, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, there's always a side effect when there's something about the human body that makes it symmetrical. Um, right. Meaning left it controls has a right, right controls left. You take something away like that. You normally suffer something else. There's always a, right. uh, oh shit. Like there's, uh, I don't think they call it the oh shit factor, but in my world, we would have called it the oh shit factor. You take something away like that, like you've controlled that part of the battle. You now just started another war on something else, if I'm not mistaken. And that's true. And and here's why. Because um, in your body, you have a homeostasis, which means balance. And so every hormone has an equal and opposite reaction hormone. So think about like the fight or flight syndrome um, that you get whenever like you're involved in a car accident or you see somebody trapped under a car or in a burning ridiculous or whatnot. Yeah. You get that like the Hulk and then you have an equal and opposite reaction hormone. That's like, okay, no, you're like, uh, Fredo in the corner. Calm down. Like, oh, you're Chris out. Cuomo. Well, <laughs> yes. um, you're the Cuomo <laughs> brother. Yes, you're and, a beta. But, okay, you're yeah. beta Bob. Got it. Yes, and so your entire body is that way. Every hormone has an equal and opposite reacting hormone. Um, you have epinephrine. You have norepinephrine. All of your um your body, even in your brain with the dopamine and stuff um, that, you know, tells you to do things and tells you to be alert and pay attention. Um, you have another one that's like, oh, no, dude, like, chill. We just took, we just took some, like, really good weed and we're just going to calm down. Like, your whole body is that way. And so, everything is balanced and when you fuck with one part of that holy crap think about that was to your what it does to your body because it it throws it out of balance and it doesn't know what to do at all same thing with like um patients that are on and people have heard me talk about this before you can't have depression and anxiety at the same time because they're completely opposite. Opposite, yes. I've so the drugs that you take for those are completely opposite. 
One is meant to get you up and get you out of bed and get you excited and get you moving. You're taking an upper and a downer at the same time. Yeah. Never ends out good because look at Marilyn Monroe. Just saying. That's why all of those drugs have a side effect of suicidal thoughts. Yes. Marilyn Monroe is a perfect example. And that's that's like the whole thing with with this vaccine, um, because they're they're amplifying or um, deleting like some part of your DNA, your your structural makeup, which causes you to stay in balance. And then they're introducing this foreign substance. That's going to make your body like go batshit nuts and it doesn't know what to do. Now, why do you think you're having all these neurological symptoms on this list? It's because your your body's like so fucked up and so excited. And it's like, oh, my God, we're going to party. No, we're not. Oh, my God, your heart's like super excited. Oh, I'm so like ready to beat. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. And like it doesn't know what to do at well, all. And that's and I, I laugh and uh, you know I've joked about this a hundred billion times and I've told people about this. You know, uh, I don't I don't know how many times I've been subject to a different vaccine here or there that I, I they said hey we're injecting you with this. I get to the point where I was just like yeah sure whatever just hit it whatever not a big deal. I I, I kind of stopped caring what you were injecting me with. Until I actually got into the actual medical sciences and you actually start learning about this shit and you start realizing, well, maybe that vaccine wasn't such a good idea back then. But now I'm like, well, fuck, I'm already this far along. Fuck it. I'll be a a test tube baby just for this, just to see how it goes. And I can tell you all how I feel. I mean, I tell you right now, I got the shot last Monday and uh, I have uh, close to zero side effects. I mean, I've had absolutely nothing happen to me that would even make me worry. It was saline. Um, well, it possibly could have been, but no, it hurt way too much for saline. Amen, sister. Trust me, if it were saline, I would know. <laughs> that was not saline because my shoulder hurt for a bit afterwards. Okay. But you may have had a shitty person giving it to you. Yeah, no, she was actually pretty good. She was she was really know how to give one. She was really worried that I was afraid of it. And I was like, uh I kind of looked at her after I was about to pull my pants down and I looked at her. I said, bitch, really? <laughs> and she kind of looked at me like, okay. She's like, no, you're good. And she just stuck me and I was good. I have no issues. I've never had an issue with a needle. I've taken a six gauge needle before and never had an issue with it. I was like, yeah, right. that's fine. Go ahead. Hit me with it. That's fine. So, so far all these side effects have dealt with, well, it, neurological then heart so basically brain heart reproductive and now it looks like we're getting into venal so i think thromboid yeah so blood right right there right okay so the the thrombosis oh thrombosis yeah yeah and here's the thing because yeah and here's the thing because um your heart um, your, your blood supply all work in the same, they work in tandem. So, uh, if you have the heart, which is, um, electrically, uh, charged, it works on, um, a circuit system, just like your wall sockets do. And so if that is thrown off the, the heart rate, the beat, the rhythm that is thrown off, um, 
your body can actually move the blood sluggishly, which means that um, when the blood cells are moving through your veins, it can actually cause a backup, which causes the clots. Um, You can also have like an overabundance of clotting factor, things like that, because guess what? Um, Those are all related to your brain releasing things, telling your body you need to clot. Um, You may bleed to death, et cetera, et cetera, things that are created in your bone marrow. It's a very complex system. Not going to go into all that science. However, um, your body will create the clots and then... Uh, most common place to go is your legs. Um, and then the second most common place to go is your heart yep. and or your brain. Because they always Guess travel back to, to they always travel yeah. back to one spot. They always go back to the yeah. heart or the brain. Which you but, get yeah. you get one of those blood clots going through your brain and that's dead. a stroke. A stroke. Yeah. 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 So it always relates back. What is yeah. Kawasaki disease? <laughs> but Kawasaki. besides but besides the, the need to get on a crotch rocket and ride around town like an idiot. Well, to me, Kawasaki is very interesting to be um actually included in this because um Kawasaki disease can also come from um it's an acquired heart disease that that is common in children for parents that over medicate with like um over the counter medications which is weird um makes no sense whatsoever but it it has to do with your uh lymph nodes um your glands uh, swelling infections things like that kids that have colds uh frequently um things like that the parents overload them on um like aspirin um you can actually develop kawasaki from that um but you get like really really high fevers um like i ear said infections, it, it, uh, yeah. uh mostly mostly ear nose and throat right <laughs> if i remember right. correctly kawasaki right. is ear nose and throat that right. also translate to later on uh, can lead to arrhythmia. arrhythmia. Right, uh, what, right. What was the other one? There's another one. There was a heart, another another heart related one because it all kind of tracks. AFib. Everything tracks tracks back. No, it's not AFib. There's an extra beat. It's yes, murmur. Yeah, murmur. You, a murmur. There get, we go. Oh, you thank get you. Murmurs that was the word from, from Kawasaki. And like I said, it's it's usually from um like over medication. Yep. Yeah, an over medication of Tylenol in children. Um, um, what's the other one? It's not, what's the other, uh, it's, you have aspirin and then the other one, what's the ibuprofen, 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 yeah. ibuprofen. overdose and ibuprofen shows a Kawasaki disease Yeah, or it's symptomatic of Kawasaki disease. Well, then the next one on this list is multi-system and inf- multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. Right. Which is, um, you get the same kind of thing in adults. Um, <laughs> to me, the vaccine for children is asinine in the first yes, place. I agree because, with that. They don't even get uh, it. They don't yeah, get it? No. It's hard for it to be transmitted amongst them. They right. don't produce the enzyme that is required. Right. Yeah. right. 
So multi-system means that you are going to have uh, like a multi-system dysfunction or shutdown of organs. Um, it could be your kidneys. It can be your heart. It can be um, your lungs, your bladder. Yep. Um, yeah. Any of that stuff is involved and they don't know why, but there again, think about autoimmune stuff because autoimmune diseases do the exact same thing. Lupus does the same exact thing. Yes. Well, I, I tell you, this, this, this last one is really interesting. And, and we skipped over a couple that were, you know, that people know, like non-anaphylactic drug reactions. Okay. So you had a, a, you had an allergic reaction and your lungs didn't swell shut. Um, but Swelling at the injection site. That's Houston a big yeah. ice pack. <laughs> um, this last one is a uh, vaccine enhanced disease. And okay. I read up a little bit on vaccine enhanced disease. In fact, I, I read a lot of the studies that they did um, on mRNA vaccines, the previous ones that they tried to put out that failed in all the animal testing. And what I read was that when they, and now Mick was like, well, they were using the human vaccine, of course, the animals didn't take well to it. But I actually found out that they actually, when they designed that vaccine, instead of using the human DNA, they used the vaccine or the DNA of whatever animal that they were. Well, that's out. correct. At okay. the time, so at the time under the president, mm-hmm. it was only allowed that they could do that. You have to understand where we're at but, now. No, I, I got gotcha. you. Right. But when they did these animal tests, these animal trials in previous mRNA vaccines, what happened was they gave the vaccine. It was actually ferrets was the study that I read. They gave the vaccine to right. the ferrets. The ferrets showed a very robust immune response right off the bat, had no issues, seemed to be doing fine. And then they were exposed to the actual virus in the wild. And every single one of them died. Because it made it worse because it actually didn't protect them. So every virus has a mutation period. And right. Janet's going to, I'm sure going to echo this with me. And she's going to say, you're absolutely that. right. And right now, guess what? You're all seeing that because you just heard about it in Europe that the virus is mutated where it's Uber. Now they're saying it. it it's ironic. And I think it's. Uh, Fear mongering. Well, not only that, but it. I think it's unique that they brought it up just now that, oh, by the way, we came out with the vaccine, but oh, by the way, guess what? We got another super virus out there that's going to turn your organs into liquid shit. I just found it ironic that it just so happened to coincide with the date that we dropped the vaccine for the virus that we currently have. Especially since this mutation has been out since... Even be- possibly before right. mm-hmm. the, the original right. well, disease. And, and I'm sorry, but because w- I had COVID and it sucked. It was really bad. Like I. Well, we think you had COVID. We're not sure. We've never gotten No, a- I tested positive for antibodies. Oh, okay. Well. Um, in June. Well. So, yeah. There you go. I had I COVID. I'm I was. Blonde, no, blonde you forgot. Friday. You knew that because I showed you my test results, but you forgot. Anyway, sure. we do that a lot. So, <laughs> uh, I had COVID. I, I, I mean, I was sick as a dog for over a month ran 103 degree fever for three weeks, like uh, alternating ibuprofen and Tylenol every four hours. As soon as it would wear off, my fever would spike back up. I felt like I got hit by a truck. I couldn't even get out of bed. I couldn't breathe. I, I mean, it was, it was horrible. And, but where'd you get that from? Oh, well, FBI agents I, that were I got in it from, China. I got it from the FBI. I got it from Bill Barr. Bill Barr is personal FBI team, actually. So, but that's a whole other story. Um, those fuckers infected me, and then they had the not the the fucking nerve to call me up and be like, "Hey, can we get some more rooms in December?" And I'm like, "No, you fuckers! You gave me fucking COVID." 
And all I heard was crickets. So they were like, oh, dude, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we were in Wuhan. My bad. My bad, B. Motherfucker. So they gave me COVID in February. I was like one, probably one of the first people in the United States to actually have COVID. And I got it from the fucking feds. Motherfuckers. Anyway, <laughs> but a friend of mine got COVID as well in the summer. And she had the sniffles for two days. Right. So, and we're about the same size, you know, the same fit, like, you know, we're both in, we're both healthy. We're both in good shape. We're, we're both about the same age, you know, no underlying physical issues at all. It presents different in every person. Yeah. Because there's so many different mutations. That's exactly my point. Okay. I guarantee you, she and I did not have the same strain of COVID. Yeah, but the the mutations that you're talking about and the mutations that we're actually discussing, it's a we're actually talking down to the micro microbial level that there is a certain nutrient that's produced within the genome that produces a certain protein, and when that protein is produced, it allows it to be uber attachable to a human, whereas the one they're talking about now, it makes that protein huge, which means it can just glom onto anything. It doesn't need a human. Now they're saying that it can even, they're even beginning to say that it's going to go to kids, like adults can give it to kids, kids can give it to adults. That's what they're trying to say. I know exactly where they're going with this bullshit. I saw it on, the writing was on the wall when they, when Trump first started talking about warp speed. And now we're here and they're coming out with this and I'm kind of sitting back going, you know, you all really think that the American people are dumb, that we're right. not going to speak up, but we have a group here and granted we're not very big, but if it shows, and, and there's one thing I've learned about the Gilded and all of the other d- discord and everything else, where everybody's from, I'm amazed where some people are from and their right wing attitude. And I'm just like, I've looked at your state as if it was a state out there and it's on the left coast. I always considered it was way left of where I belong and where I need to be. And you're out there and I'm out here, but yet it sounds like I'm talking to myself. What the fuck? And that's the part of America that I think a lot of Americans have kind of lost that we had. We did have it because I look at it this way and somebody else brought it up to me this way. And I know this is way off of what we're talking about. I know I'm traveling down another rabbit hole. But if you look at 1776, July 4, 1776, Benjamin Franklin said it the best because he sat there and he said to everybody, he said, you know what we're doing here, right? And everybody said, what? They said, well, he said, we're signing our own death warrants. And Sam Adams looked at him and said, how do you figure? He said, well, if we lose this war, every single one of us who have signed this document will be hung because the king will consider that treason. And if you think about that, you think about what they were putting on the line that day in 1776. And then I fast forward to Flight 93 during 9-11. And every single passenger on that plane, they stood up and they said, you know what? You're not going to use this plane to kill any more Americans. They rushed the cockpit and they crashed that plane in Pennsylvania. And not another American died because those Americans stood up black, white, purple, green, yellow. doesn't matter what fucking color you were. You stood up, you stood under the fucking red, white, and blue. And you said, you know what? You're not going to kill another motherfucking American. And they crashed that fucking plane on purpose. They did the same thing that essentially Benjamin Franklin and everybody that signed that document back in 1776 did. But yet I know Benjamin Franklin. I know Sam Adams. I know all these other names, Thomas Jefferson, 
um, all these other people that are on the, I couldn't tell you a name that died on flight, on flight 93. Couldn't tell you a name, which is a shame. But I saw the same thing. It gave me hope for America. And I have to believe that after all of that, this will give hope for America. I'm I'm putting money that what happened here with this election and all the shit that's coming out now and everything that's about to happen is giving hope for America. And that's the only thing I can pray for. And I hope to God that everybody else sees it. And I just want to, I just want to like give a message. Um, Talking about the vaccine and the quote, wink new strands that they're finding. (laughs) Um. It is actually based on your immune system. Go the fuck outside. Get normal sunlight. Um, Do vitamin C. There's a lot of foods high in vitamin C. Strawberries. Uh, More than vitamin, Vitamin A. Zinc. C. All of that stuff is super important. There's Um, homeopathic shit you can do. Yes. And stop wearing... A motherfucking mask all the time. Don't wear your shit in your car. Don't wear your shit in your house. Don't wear your shit anywhere. Stand up because you're making yourself sicker and you're making your immune system weaker. And then your normal system cannot fight off the wink, wink new strands of COVID. Let me tell you. They discovered it in 1960. I am old. I have been a nurse for a very long time. I worked through SARS and MERS, which are way more catastrophic and devastating than COVID well, ever if you, was. If you worked through SARS and MERS, you worked yes. through Ebola, which will yes. turn your organs into liquid shit too. Yes. And so uh, I didn't get it. I didn't die. I'm still here. I was never infected. Uh, probably because I know how to use proper PPE and all that stuff. Uh, but at the same time, don't be a dumbass. Don't be a dick. Uh, don't just listen to the shit that's on TV. Do stuff to take your own immune system and health in hand and stop doing the mask and stop doing all the shit that's making you sicker and weaker. Just just quit. Because that's what's going to get you is because you're giving in to the fear porn and the media and their narrative. And so if you just do what you're supposed to do, look it up. If you don't know about healthy foods and a healthy immune system, there's not enough hours in the day to go over that right now, but look that <laughs> nope. shit up and just telling you, uh, you will thank me later. Yeah. We're going to wrap this up here in a minute, Janet. And I think we're actually going to break this into possibly two yeah, episodes because we, we went on a bit. Yeah. The, the first, you know, our first, well, we went an hour and a half yeah. before Janet came on. So we'll probably drop that as one and then drop this one just with you, Janet, as the, you know, deep dive into the uh, side effects of the vaccine um, and COVID. and you and, and you. about you. I but, mean, but to to touch on masks real quick because you said something earlier about your your biome um, right. when we were talking about the side effects. So 
I've been digging into studies because I like to do that. I've been looking for studies that say masks work. And and honestly, I've not been able to find a single one. <clears throat> no. I found a lot of studies that said masks don't work with a caveat on the bottom saying that, uh, well, you know, don't don't take the science at its word because we don't this want you to think that you don't have to wear a mask. Or unless approved by the U.S. Department of Health, yeah. which is another one which I told her right when she saw that. And she brought that to me and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't buy that worth a fucking drink. Right. So, but the 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 major study that I read showed that actually wearing a mask increases raises the temperature in your mouth by two to three degrees. If you right. are, wear a mask for more than an hour and a half, two at the max, it raises the temperature in your mouth by two to three degrees, which is where it's like your first line of defense Correct. against right. any infection. That is the the main part of a major part of your natural biome. So by raising the temperature in your mouth, you are killing off of all that good bacteria that in turn is supposed to kill any virus that comes in that way. Right. Well, if you and think then, of, if you think about your temperature, itself, though, if you think about your temperature, right, you take mm-hmm. your temperature orally. You yeah. can take it orally, rectally. Of course, maybe very few Shooting people. Shooting the laser at your forehead. Actually, that's how they do it now. Very few people actually prefer the rectal part. Maybe Tommy does because he was in prison for so long. I <laughs> personally don't. That in every it's, an, it's an exit. Chris it's an exit only area. <laughs> But you do it and you got to remember in your mouth, your natural or your biome as I forget what right. our teachers called. They call it something else. They didn't call it biome. I think they thought that was gay, but um, it's your natural temperature is 98.6 degrees. Mine's 97.1. Well, everybody's got a different temperature. Not everybody's right. the same. True. My temperature is like more like 99.1, but. That's because I'm your what? What do you call me? Your walking you, heat you box? Have a freaking yes. You're getting things. So, yeah. anyway, I take uh, my temperature. Did you say hot box? Yeah, he's yes. got an internal hot box. Your hot box, Mick. <laughs> Different it's, from a Dutch oven. <laughs> like that. I'm so excited. Not a Dutch oven. Well, well totally I've done it maybe a couple box. times, but. Anywho, the long story short is your internal mouth temperature is 98.6 degrees, and that's your body temperature. When you take your temperature and you stick a thermometer in your mouth, the right. same, you put something covering that. Now you're keeping A, CO2 mm-hmm. against your face, yeah. which is bad. Right. B, you're also maxing out that temperature. Now you're raising that temperature. So that temperature is now being related not only to your brain, but to the rest of your body. It's telling the rest of your body, hey, look, I'm already at this temperature. I need to start cooling down. So you start to sweat faster. It starts making other endocrineal and what's the other one? Uh, There's another one. It's a nervous one. It's uh, where it tells your body basically to start cooling itself. Not that you completely start sweating, but you'll start noticing that you sweat faster. Um, You'll have, uh, you'll breathe faster. You'll do different things faster. That Wait a all minute. Of a sudden, Meno- your body- menopause. You just yeah. described Well, menopause. no, that's not. Well, okay, maybe. All right. Shush your mouth. I did not say that. She's not going through the change yet. Trust me. If I said that, holy shit. We're talking about fighting words, Jane. I am. So we can we can totally go with that. It was me, oh, too. I, I had my her, my first hot flash not too long ago. Let me she tell about killed me. It was like. Uh, about drowning was, in the bed. It was seriously like I, I, I had to put a towel underneath myself because I literally woke up in. I mean, I was no, laying in just a puddle. Have, like you have a, no a pool. You have no idea. Wait, it gets so much oh, better. Oh, well, I can't wait because it felt like she peed on me. It really did. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. I'm no, not it, into golden showers, it, but it felt like she peed on me. Oh, it, gets, it was really it gross. Get, 
it gets it gets fantastic. Oh, thanks, so um, thanks, yeah. deplorable. We, we and, have to move back north at some point, just for a couple of years, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, Walmart uh, freezer section is my friend. Just I'm just <laughs> well, I don't want to know why because there's a whole lot of reasons I can go down that road. Yeah. Yeah, so, right, so uh, we won't do that. Regularly, a star and the people of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another thing, and that's a good thing you brought that up because how many people know within this five thousand page bill that they just put out that Trump's going to veto? I hope, uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure he will. Um, yeah. That hey, guess what? Memes. If you meme now, you get a you'd thirty thousand dollar fine and, and possibly a felony. felony. Yeah, I was like, whoa. It's a really good thing I don't fucking meme because that's just too much. Man, shit I, that's all I do. That's my life right I mean, there. And that, yeah, is, that is literally how they communicate with yeah. people now, how they get basic information like Epstein didn't kill himself out to the masses because people have such a short attention span. They can only remember five words max yeah. Yeah, no. for more than five minutes. Um, I, I talk to my 13-year-old all the time or 14-year-old. Trust me. <laughs> he only remembers I, five minutes what I said. Yeah, I can't. I I don't do memes, and it's it's so much work for me. And and bless the people that are like two seconds, like you're typing in the chat on Four Deep, and they're like, oh, like here's you. Oh and yeah, they I mean, the shit awesome. like instantly after what I just said like two seconds ago, and I'm like. I don't even know how the fuck you did that that fast. And I don't want to know because that is not my thing. Yeah. Now you know how I feel when you all read all so jetted. goddamn fast. <laughs> and my glasses don't work that well anyway. So I'm like, what the fuck are you all saying out here? Holy shit, I can barely read that. Amen. It's the reading glasses when you get older shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. trust me. I know. I'm there. And I'm so- well past there. And so it's funny, like when Bob and Ashley were here yesterday and he's like, you know, gave us like gifts and stuff. And Greg's like, I can't, like, I can't see what this says. And I'm like, hold on. I took my glasses off my head and I give them to him and I'm like, here you go. And then Ashley gives me something and I'm like, what the fuck? I can't see until Greg gives me my glasses back. And Bob's like, is this what it's like being older? And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. I'm like, you're dumb as fuck from concerts and stuff. And now you can't see shit without reading. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I went and got a, I had a eye exam not too long ago because I, because, you know, you got to go get an eye exam so many times when you have contacts uh, once a year. And so I went and got an eye exam and every year they've increased my prescription over and over and over again. And then the doctor's like, uh, he's like, he, he offered me these other contact lenses that are different than the bifocal contact lenses. And, uh, and then he let me like drive home afterwards. And I called him the next day oh, and I said, that's up. really fucking bad that you let yeah. me do that. And he goes, why? I said, because if I looked down too fast, I could see the past. When I looked exactly. up too fast, I could see the fucking future because my eyes just could not adjust. And I actually called him. Feeling on my way home, I was like, you might have to come get me. She's like, why? And right? I was like, I just like looked up too fast and I swear to God, I saw Trump losing the election. And she goes, yep, I'm coming to get you. Where you at? Stay where you are, big boy. Be there in a minute. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Waiting on you. Because it's you know, bad. 
And that's the funny thing. Like they gave me uh, bifocals and I'm like, the, my like eyeballs were so fucked up even like a year and a half afterwards. I literally go to the dollar store and buy fucking raining glasses for a buck that are way better than the prescription glasses that cost, I don't know, $600. Yeah, I, I believe it. They told me that I should use my old contacts and go buy a pair of reading glasses. I said, you know, that doesn't work in my job, right? And they were like, right. well, what do you mean? I was like, well, I can't just throw on a pair of reading glasses and hope to God that the son of a bitch lives because I can't read the rhythm on the monitor. I kind of <laughs> got to be able to see that. I'm just saying. I Wait no a minute. Where are, my, where are my glasses at? Yeah. Oh, go. Hey, ENT, oh, do you see my where my glasses go? My bad. Oh, you're dead. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> hey, shock him. Hit it. No, no, it's okay. You'll just give him a COVID test. That's it. You're exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, yeah. You died oh, of COVID. COVID. Never mind. Never mind. It's all good. Either way, I want to thank you, Janet, for coming on tonight. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, I know you didn't have to spend this long, but you've been here well longer than I thought. Is there anything you want to promote while you're here for whoever that doesn't listen to you, that listens to us, that might listen to you now in the future? Well, since we're both just, only on Podbean, yeah. you know, it's a twofer. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the thing because uh, uh, Apple and Spotify doesn't like it when you, number one, tell the truth, and number two, use any kind of music, even if it's your own co-host that wrote the music or whatnot. So fuck you very much. Um, but you can find me on the four deep.com because I'm there literally all the time. You can listen to my podcast at deplorable nation on Podbean because hell yeah, been doing that for a while was removed everywhere up front after whew, lots of downloads. Now we're trying to slowly work our way back for all you people out there who are lazy, who don't want to download Podbean, I will totally come to your house and spank you. Don't do that ever. Because um, there's a lot of people out there on Podbean with good information, uh, especially Mick and, and VLAN. You need to check out this podcast. You need to like, subscribe, and download Follow me on Instagram at Deplorable Janet. Follow me on Twitter at, at No Janet, K N O W. And just uh, keep up. Just saying. Well, there you go. And I want to promote the fact that my better half, the b way better half, of, better this, half. of this duo, um, will hopefully be with uh, Deplorable Janet on Tuesday. So you definitely want to tune in for that one if you want to know more about the Mick because uh, there will be I'm sure there will be some fucking stories in there, some shit you want to hear, maybe some shit you don't want to hear. Trust me, I lived it, so you don't remember it. I probably don't remember most of it, but I was in a drug-induced, you know, state of uh, euphoria. But that's neither here nor there. Long story short, um, this they, is what they, we're all we're, about. We're so past. The oh, long I know. Story we're, story. we're 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 well into. We're, we're, we're in the long now. story. So we're just in the long <laughs> story now. So either way, uh, we'll be back again. Uh, we'll go back to our normal broadcasts. Not this coming Monday, but next Monday we'll be back on. 
Uh, unless something major happens between now and then. Correct. If there, right. of course, we're we are very flexible with the situation, and which we might be need to be very flexible with. And uh, hopefully, uh, the podcast after that we will be broadcasting. Hopefully, from somewhere in DC, because I'm definitely going to hold off on the Monday broad, broadcast for the DC rally, so everybody knows what's going on. Uh, so, while we're there and how much fun it is or how much it sucks or what's really going on up there. So everybody's aware of what's, what's out there. And let me just say this one more time, because I said it on the first hour. Now I'll say it again in a second. Um, Trump has stood up for us for four years, even longer than that, really. Trump has stood up for us since he rode down that escalator. And in all that time, he has asked one thing of us. Just recently, he asked us to show up in D.C. on January 6th. That's it. So if we want him to continue to stand up for us, we need to do this one thing that he asked of us. Stand up for him. So come to D.C. on January 6th. We will be there in mass having a blast. Hopefully it will be a grand celebration. Uh, might be some crazy shit. Either way, in Trump's own words, it'll be wild. Well, it'll be what it'll be. That's what he said. He said it'll be what? He also said it'll be what it'll be. It'll be what it'll be. <laughs> so, Janet, I hope you get to come with us. We I look forward so to too. it. Yeah. So, thank you again. Even, even though I want to beat your husband, but that's I, a whole I want to beat him every day, and yet I'm sitting next to him right here. <laughs> <laughs> she does beat me every day. I'm alive, aren't I? That's how I stay alive. That's how they keep the heart going, you know? <laughs> Anything else, Janet? Last last chance to say, hey, fuckers, shut up, keep listening, I'm have fun. Just, just going to say thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor and a blessing. Uh, love you both very much. Have mad respect for the two of you. And wow, people that have uh, whiny complaints about little tiny things that happen every day, um, you should be this couple. And you should be so lucky to be um, in their graces because they're amazing. And so keep being you, keep fighting because you guys are, you guys are phenomenal. And I love you both so much. Oh, thanks, Janet. We love you too. And we, we keep fighting. We fight every day, all day. <laughs> each other normally. Not what you're thinking. I don't, fight. I don't, I don't mean each other. <laughs> Either way. You are our first guest, and uh, we're going to go ahead and we're list this cool. on our board, yeah. uh, the yeah. whiteboard sitting next to the table. We're going to list that on there that Janet was our first. You will be back, I'm sure, plenty more. And I, I hope to be a regular spot in and out of this podcast whenever you can. And uh, we appreciate you coming out tonight and hope to see you again. Good night. Appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Have a good night. <laughs>